welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi, everyone. Hey, welcome, everyone. Make sure that you give us a five-star rating on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? Sorry, I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just ad-libbing here. I'm just ad-libbing. Yeah. I don't know why it made me jump out of my skin. I was like, what was that? Oh my god! Oh, anyway, you forgot I was here. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot it's not my podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> use the hashtag Inject It Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram if you like. Well, I don't know where. Maybe on your story. Use it wherever you yeah. want. Yeah. Use it wherever. And oh, guys, thank you for rating us on Spotify. We finally had have ten ratings. Yeah, so boy. thank you. <laughs> But yeah, so keep rating us. Like we know our real ones, you know, our mm. first 10 real ones. We know you there. Shout out to you guys. Mm. Big up you. And yeah, I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And how are you doing this week? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah. So like, uh, you'll know this already, but like some of you might not know, I've got a page on Instagram. It's like, uh, kind of like it's I, I say it's like my acne positivity page it's like where I post um, kind of like unfiltered pictures of my skin because I used to have quite like my I used to have a lot a lot of spots now not so much but I sometimes get breakouts and stuff and I just post pictures on there just because and like I found a whole community of people that do the same thing so it's really cute oh, but um, yeah so I've, I've been doing it for about like three years now or something and um one of my pictures I don't know what's happened it's just like gone kind of viral-ish I guess viral for me I've got like 20k mm-hmm. likes on this picture oh wow and it's like attracted a million um impressions which that's amazing I just think is so crazy it's like my face has been seen by a million people on this app like what the fuck and my followers have just like gone up as well like at probably in about mm-hmm. um October November I was on about 3,000 followers and now I'm on 5,000 like it's just going up Amazing. so quickly um but yeah that that I'm really happy about and this morning as well a brand has approached me and has offered me some like free items and they were on like my manifestation list of a brand that I wanted to work with and they don't oh, even really? follow me yeah like they've just randomly found me and now they've sent me they're going to be sending me some stuff and I'm just like that's fantastic well done we love to hear it we love to hear progress you know look at you you. ticking off goals in January it's still January I mean when we're recording this episode it's still January so like you know well done I'm I'm shocked I'm just shocked at how amazing I am (laughs) don't be shocked come on this is this is common knowledge we already know this Thank we you. really know how amazing you are. Come on now. Thank you. Come how's, on now. Um, how's your weekend been and your week? Um, I had a good, I had a good weekend actually. Like I, I did some, I was, you know, doing some brunching, mm. you know, got drunk. I love getting drunk in the daytime. Yeah, it's me like too. the best feeling. Yeah. And then I bought some plants. <laughs> because, yeah, I you know, saw your real. Yeah. <laughs> So I bought some plants and I'm absolutely loving them. And Aww. yeah, I spent way too money, too much money on the pot and the stand. But hey, we move. Yeah, you know, we like, move. Spend your hard-earned money. It's kind of one of those things, you know, you know, you know, like when you see something that you like, you kind of have to get it there and then in the moment because... Mm. 
the times when you leave it and when you just start looking online, looking various other places for whatever's cheaper, you're not going to find the same. You're not going to find the same mm. quality. You're not going to find the same of what you wanted. And I just, I'm a firm believer in if you see something, buy it because <laughs> you're just going to be upset afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like literally like, yeah, because I know that if I didn't buy it, I would have just been like, oh, and anything else I would look for, I wouldn't buy because it would just be like, oh. I'm not feeling it enough, you know. So literally I'm a firm believer in if you see it and you want it and it's kind of like, it's going to make you happy, like buy it. Because I I feel like Mm. in those cases, things that I really like and I've just spent my money on, I don't think I've ever regretted buying them than when I've bought Mm. things just because I've needed something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like that one isn't quite there for it. So Mm. yeah, I'm not going to regret spending money. Especially if it's something rare, like a plant. It's not like, I know you can get plants anywhere, but it's like mm-hmm. this plant, you felt some sort of connection to it. So yeah, plant? <laughs> the plants were, the plants were reasonably priced. It was, I bought mm. a pot and a stand and it's yeah. that, that was just like, I shouldn't have paid that much money. Mm. <laughs> like, oh. The stand was way too much money and the pot with the stand was just like, why am I spending all this money? But it was, but it's just one of those things like, I want it now. <laughs> so, Did you carry it home? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but they fit the in tube. like they fit in carrier bags, so it's fine. Oh, okay, yeah, so the it's, tube not, all the way it's home. not a massive, massive plant. Nah, nah. They weren't. They weren't very. They were like they weren't really big. Like mm. on the small, medium size, small, medium. Oh, so yeah. Cute. Yeah, they're cute. But I'm happy with them. And mm. I don't regret it. So that's all yeah. right then. I miss having yeah. plants. I haven't got all of mine from home yet. Like, actually, I haven't got any from home. And I, I do oh. love plants. So I'm just you need sitting to get here that. plantless. Yeah. No, that's not fun. We need plants everywhere. Oh, actually, something did happen to me. So, mm. <laughs> okay. So you guys know that I, I, for some reason, I keep having problems with these deliveries like I don't and I don't understand why so yeah um, you haven't got the best I, luck <laughs> yeah literally so I ordered stuff from ASOS it's all I'm, I'm, all, I'm only ever really buying on ASOS anyway ordered something on ASOS it was meant to get delivered Saturday anyway I was out all day Saturday anyway but I got a text saying mm. it was going to be delivered between 6 and 8 p.m anyway I get home there's no delivery around so I just double check the app to see and it still doesn't say that it was delivered or yeah. attempted to deliver. So it was like, it's like they just didn't turn up. Mm. So I thought, okay, then, well, I'll wait and see if it turns up tomorrow. Okay, Sunday, it's getting to about four. It's like four o'clock now. I haven't, there's no update on the delivery status, like if mm. they're coming out today or not. It just still says delivery between six and eight the day yeah. before. So, so I'm just like, okay. So then I start contacting Hermes just like for a live chat. Cause mm. it's like, if I just flag it up now, that person who's got the parcel will see that flag and they'll come and bring my shit, mm. you know? Cause like, that's usually how it works. You know, they're, they're slacky and they just can't be bothered to go out and deliver their shit, deliver shit. Yeah. So, you know, anyway. So anyway, so I do that. Please tell me why. Um, so I see an update on ASOS mm. and then on Hermes saying parcel has been delivered at 5.07 a.m. That's, I'm a, like, that's a really rude time. Like that is a very not, rude time to deliver parcels. 
That is not a time that any delivery service, except for, for furniture, no, even for furniture, would not be delivering at 5 a.m. in the morning. Any delivery service does not deliver in those times. They Wait, only deliver to warehouses. Or seven. 5 a.m. Five. 5 a.m. <laughs> I get a message saying it's That's been delivered illegal. That's at 5.07 a.m. 5 a.m. in the morning. So I'm just like, huh, okay. Call the so, police. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Like, obviously, I didn't wake up for the delivery. I don't think they knocked to the door. I think they just came, delivered it, and then put on, put the status, scanned it through, and the status mm. saying that the, they delivered it. Anyway, so I'm just like, hmm. Okay, so this this person, I'm going to out them. Um, her name is Samantha. She even had a picture on, on her Hermes. Like, Shit. I had all the details. So I'm thinking, hmm, Samantha, oh, I see what you did there, Samantha. You tried to come quick, quick time in the morning so you're not going to get in trouble because now it's mm. been delivered. Okay. Anyway, so I bring in the parcel and then I think, hold on, let me look and see if it's been opened because she's had my parcel since Saturday. So I look, the parcel has been opened and resealed. <gasps> Mm. Mm. So I'm like, hmm, Samantha, in this COVID, COVID times, you're opening my parcel and sealing it back up and giving it to me. Are, are you mm. okay, Samantha? Like, Samantha, I think there's something that's not quite right because it's COVID and you're tampering with my ASOS clothes. Like, why? Yeah, For what? With dirty hands. Ugh literally anyway so i'm just like hmm samantha has been looking at my clothes and i'm just like this is bullshit i know that like i know what they do like and it's always it's always hermes i have a problem with like dpd amazing amazon you know amazon have their own dark drivers I do get problems, some problems with Amazon, but it's not all the time, you know, like mm. they'll, they'll probably steal stuff. They'll steal like electrical stuff sometimes. Yeah. And then Amazon QuickTime, QuickTime sort it out and send you out a new one anyway. You know what I mean? So mm. it's kind of like, mm. but anyway, Hermes, I keep having a problem with Hermes. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I open the parcel, the stuff, the clothing inside, everything's still there. And each item doesn't look like they've been individually opened at all because you know Mm. like how the sticky kind of comes off or it rips straight away if you try and open it it was still very firmly stuck together so I had everything but I'm just like so Samantha I know that you would like because I feel like with these Hermes drivers what they do they do this thing where they'll either say that the delivery has been attempted or they'll they usually say that they delivered it and they mm. won't. So then like, obviously me as a customer, I'd have to claim back from ASOS. And then mm. they do that. And then they sell all the clothing that they steal from these parcels on Depop. That's what they usually do. You know, cause like that's like, cause why else are you stealing random parcels that you don't know what's in there? And um, who do anyway, they hire but, like, for these jobs? So they just hire anyone like- Well, yeah, Hermes, it's like, you can go and apply for it yourself and you use your own car, don't you? And you just have oh. to go to the shop and pick up the parcels. Mm, yeah. Whereas DPD, obviously they're proper drivers and they drive mm. the van. So they've mm. been employed by the... But Hermes is like delivery for parcels <laughs> or Uber for parcels. Uber, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, so... I'm, like my normal Hermes driver don't do that shit, you know? Mm. Like he brings me my parcel. He takes the... He scans it, takes the picture... You know, all yeah. of that. Anyway, so this is Samantha. So, yeah, I'm just annoyed because now, like, obviously, 
I can't like what if I needed to send I do need to send something back and you know I can't re- reseal the ASOS parcel because she's used the reseal tab mm. already and I'm just like really really Samantha was it this that deep like this is what you this is what you doing Samantha's a like, bitch yeah Samantha is a bitch like I'm just like I like just leave just leave my ASOS stuff alone like and I was literally just buying some basic shit as well <sighs> maybe Long. it's a curse it's it's punishment for buying fast fashion <laughs> well I don't know because I feel like ASOS <laughs> I have yeah because basically with ASOS because like you guys know me like I Pepsi I Pepsi buy from ASOS because they have the better quality clothing from kind of mm. all of the shops and I like ASOS design like ASOS kind of design their own pieces however at the end of the day like like I've said before it's not like I can go and shop on Depop and get everything I need because like being a size 12 I can't just go and look on there and find what I need if I if I need something like I needed a black cardigan like Mm. okay I need to get a black cardigan like I can't just hope I can find a black cardigan anywhere and sometimes vintage doesn't always work the wool ain't always the best the Mm. best wool I just need something that I can wear every day and um at the end of the day, we've already clarified that we can't escape fast fashion at the end of the day anyway. Mm. I don't do it all the time. And I do buy from, and I most of my clothes, like a lot of my clothing I will buy from, um, I have my, like my favorite, my favorite shops. Like you'll see, look on my Instagram, I'm wearing everything Kai Collective or Lucy and Yak. <laughs> so like, yeah. Um, yeah, no one can really come to me, come for me with the fast yeah. fashion argument anyway, so. It's true. Like we, we can't escape it. Like at least I'm not buying pretty little thing every single week. Honestly, like I, I don't want to keep talking about pretty little thing, but like I, when I'm on Instagram, I see people wearing pretty little thing. Like all of the outfits are pretty little thing. And I think, yeah, is it worth it for that dress that looks almost see-through? Like, is it, for me, is it worth I it? I think no. That's why I don't, that's why I can't shop there. Cause everything isn't, isn't great quality it's hit and miss with the quality as well Mm. same with misguided it's hit and miss with the quality and i look at the clothing and it's like well this is boring and like whereas like with asos if it was like with the basic i'd rather buy my basic stuff from asos because i feel like they have the better quality versions of the things that might be sold and misguided like Mm. you know say if i'm buying some flared trousers i would just want some comfy stretchy flared trousers i can find a misguided flare trousers on ASOS and be sure that it won't be see-through then if I go on misguided mm. and look at all their flare trousers and what and majority of them will be see-through and they've just got that one which is a better quality but it's like mm. a, like a random higher price than all of the yeah, others do you know yeah. what I mean yeah so like that's why that's why I'm like in bondage in bondage with ASOS mm. <laughs> I made the mistake of buying some trousers from Primark the other day I thought oh yeah I thought because not because I'm like a size six ish like I feel mm. like it's easy for me to shop in places like Primark if I need to get some Primark sizes have changed they're doing something weird with their sizing I've realized mm. but anyway yeah. carry on I understand carry that on. I understand how you think it's weird because like I bought you know how like leather trousers are in fashion at the moment Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not buying real leather, but like, and you wouldn't find real leather in Primark anyway. But yeah, I, I bought, <laughs> even that's if that's why she was shopping in real. Primark. Yeah. Guaranteed that it's guaranteed it's vegan. <laughs> yeah, literally. So I went anyway. there, 
I bought these trousers. I was just like in there quickly out. I think they only cost like £15 or something. And I got home, tried them on and it's like, why? Like, like these are supposed to be skin tight or at least mm-hmm. like they're supposed to be skinny. Why is it like baggy towards the bottom? I knew I it was going to be baggy. I don't like it. Like it, if it's not baggy towards the bottom, why is it baggy at my thighs? Why is it baggy at my knees? I like, knew I, it was going to be baggy on you. It fit my waist, so, but not, not my legs. <laughs> I need to chat. I need to chat about Primark sizing because I went to Primark to buy like you know the normal two pound cycling shorts, yeah. Hmm. And their tra- their sizes have changed. So now, like it's like a small is a small is like an eight to ten, and hmm. it's rather than like it used to be kind of like a small would be like a size eight. Yeah. Then you get a medium yeah. ten to twelve. Then a large would be like 12 to 14. Mm. The sizes have changed and shifted down one. And it's like an extra small is like a six to eight. Then then you've got a small, which is an eight to 10. Then you've got well, a medium. I'm not, I'm not extra small. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not extra No, but small. that's what that's what I mean. But like, they've changed the size. They've shifted everything. Then it's like a medium is a random 12 to 14 instead mm. and it's like so now i would buy a medium it's too big i buy an, i'm buying a small a small is fitting me but it's like yeah but i should be able to buy a medium and know that that should yeah, fit because i yeah. shouldn't have to try on shit in primark it's yeah, primark i'm, I'm just buying on. yeah i'm just trying to buy essentials i should not have to try on cycling mm. shorts because like i've got a random medium <laughs> cycling, cycling shorts, shorts from primark <laughs> which which i can't wear because they're like baggy at my crotch and it's like Ugh. that don't make no sense no, <laughs> you know no. the only so decent things I've sizing, got, they've changed it yeah like I, i'm not shopping there for things like that anymore maybe i'll shop there for like a jacket or a coat because sometimes they do do quite a nice coat like that you mm. like you you'd go elsewhere and it would be like 70 quid but in primark it's like 20 30 but yeah i don't even go shopping that often but see like to be honest they do do good stuff like that but i would just i don't know what it is i think i'm just a bit of a prune i would just prune. never buy in primark <laughs> That's never. A, I, I rarely go, I'll go h&m I rarely and go, do it well i i literally don't even i, I don't go shopping but i thought mm. you know like let me just step into primark see what's going on and like I wasn't impressed. It's, I, I was just confused. And I went mm. I went over to... I went there to actually find some tea towels because I needed tea towels. I found oh, some the good towels tea, are tea good, towels. actually. Yeah, like they've yeah, got good towels tea are good in, in Primark. There. Yeah. And they also have... I think people spoke about this before. Like I've heard people on Instagram speaking about it. But they do really, really cute, like, underwear sets, as in, like, bra and knickers, like, thong knickers mm. that are, like, chilled material, like, just, like, cotton that you can just wear yeah. on a day-to-day. And they're so nice. Like, I bought two pairs. I bought, like, a brown, like, a chocolate brown colour. And then I bought, like, I think it's, like, a tan colour set. Mm-hmm. And they were both really cheap. I think it was, like, £9 each. And I, I literally, I love them. I might go back and get the other colours because they're so literally. nice. Literally. See, that was the one thing about Primark and me and why I thought mm. why I always fell out with them is that like I haven't been able to buy bras in Primark since no, like I see, yeah. year seven. And it's very sad. It's very upsetting. Mm. Like, because I was at a young age where I was constantly growing, mm. but all mm. my bras have to be expensive because my breasts keep growing and Primark don't do my size in, in a bra <laughs> style that isn't like a frumpy old lady's bra. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, it was very size upsetting. Are you? Size am I now? I am now 
Okay, because I've been fluctuating recently. Mm. So last time I, I I think I'm a 34 double G now. Really? G? Yeah, but I last, I last, last time, first, last time I kind of got measured and bought a, jo- bought a bra was a 32G, but I've now changed to 34 because I'm mm. accepting that like I've, like I've put on weight and my body is never going to be back how it used to be. Mm. So mm. I've accepted that I'm a 34 back. But um, when you go up a back size, you go down a cup size, okay. which I had done, but my bras are not fitting again. <laughs> so <laughs> the last ones I had was a 34G because I went up a cup size again mm. um, after I went down a cup size. So when when I translated it 32G, I translated that to a 34 double F, I think. Mm. But then when translate, but then I had gone up a cup size again. So I was buying 34G, but now I need to buy it. But then that bra looks like it's looking too small. So I think I need to be getting 34 double G. Oh my God, double G. That's crazy. How long, like where at school, what was your cup size? Because I don't remember anyone really, like a few friends were quite big, but Mm -hmm. I don't remember anyone being like past... Like, I don't remember anyone being an E. So, okay. First time I got measured, um, which was end of year six, I was mm. a 32C. That was the first wow. time I got measured. Okay, year six, I, I rem- had little nap bites. <laughs> <laughs> and then when, um, and like, I always got measured. So that for the very first time I got measured, I got measured in like Marks and Spencers. Mm. And then we started to go to Lazenza. So... I don't know if you remember Lacenza. No, I don't. Oh, Lacenza was such a good bra shop, but um, it closed down and we had one in Wolverhampton. Mm. So it was great. So I used to get measured in Lacenza and then every every year or every half a year, like my mum would be like, mm. we need to go bra shopping. Your bras are too small again. And we'd have to just keep going bra shopping. And that was one thing. My mum would buy me my bras. like, um, And Lacenza was... It was reasonably priced. They were a bit more expensive because they were proper mm. bras. Like imagine like a Boo Avenue. It's mm. like a cheaper Boo Avenue, I'd say Lisenza is, but yeah. similar in the sense like they'll have the same kind of nice bags and like they'll wrap up the bras nice and stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, so we used to go to Lisenza all the time and then that closed down. So then, I, and then I started going Boo Avenue and just getting all my bras in Boo Avenue. Mm. Um, but I remember kind of like year nine, I was like a double D. Um, mm. So like, you know, when that song came out, you know, that song, that Daisy Duke song when yeah. it goes. Dude, dude, like, double D's. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, that one. <laughs> yeah, that song. I remember that song came that's out song. And, and they were always talking about oh double D's. And I was there thinking like, double D's aren't actually even that big. Cause I mean, I'm, in, I'm mm. a child and my breasts are double D's. Like, yeah, it was big on my body cause I was a child, but mm. like on an adult's body, I don't think double D's are that big. Like I just think they're, av- and when you actually research it, a double D is an average breast size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's That's not a big I breast thought. size. Yeah, cause it it's is. not like, it's not like massive, is it? It's just like, no. you've got big boobs, like. L- literally. So like, yeah. <laughs> double D is actually like, a C C to a C cup to a double D cup is an average breast size mm. of a woman. And I just used to be like, why are they so obsessed with double D's? And that was like yeah. kind of one of the first times when I was thinking like, my body is not the same as you lot's bodies. But yeah, you, yeah. everyone's <laughs> talking about my body isn't how you guys are talking about bodies. It clearly mm. isn't. Um, yeah, but <laughs> it's so funny how we've gone into this conversation. I know. But yeah, and then... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. And then university, I think I was like an, an E. No, I was an E before university. And then I kept think. growing since then. Yeah, just like, but like less so. So like, I, I think I was an E in university for a, mm. a good while, like from kind of A-levels through to university for a good while. Yeah, yeah. And then I started to see all the time for me, it's when I start to see like bulging and then mm. it's like, I've got four breasts and a breast under my armpit. That's when it's like, for fuck's sake, I needed new bras. Like, you know, I'm just like, this is not it. This is not on. I need to go buy a new bra and actually get measured again. Um, but like, yeah, like I need new sports bras as well at the moment. Cause mm. like, it's just ridiculous, but I'm just really holding out. I can't be bothered to go and just look yeah. online and order it. Like, that's all I need to do, but I just can't be bothered. Um, but yeah, and... Yeah, so then then I started shopping in Boo Avenue and then I started getting like some bras from Bravissimo, but I recently found because like you know when you get the bras that like they're sculptured, it's got kind of it's not it doesn't have like padding in it, like filling, but it's mm-hmm. kind of those kind of sculptured bras. Yeah, like normal yeah, most bras it. how they yeah, are. Regular yeah. bras, yeah. I like after like towards the end of uni. Yeah, this is like actually final year of uni. Mm. I went and got measured and they brought me a bra without that was just like just the like it's literally just the lace without that mm. thick padding. Mm. And at first I used to think, oh, those bras look a bit like grandma bras or those mm. bras aren't really like I can't wear them because my nipples will be showing and stuff. And then I tried it on and then I was like, actually, this is really comfortable and my boobs don't just look massive and they're not sitting mm. up in my neck as well. Like that's another thing yeah, when they push yeah. up your breast so much and it's sitting up into your neck. And when I finally got shown those bras, like literally now my life has changed. Like those are the only types of bras I I buy mm. now. And now I just feel more comfortable with them because it just doesn't feel like, I feel like that extra padding makes your breasty look even bigger. And mm. And that's just another thing, just feeling uncomfortable and feeling like everyone's yeah, like, like feeling like anything. Yeah, and feeling like anything mm. you put on looks <laughs> vulgar. Like mm-hmm. I can put on a t-shirt, just a normal, like let's just talk about just let's take the normal Primark t-shirt and I can put on the Primark t-shirt and I can feel look more vulgar than you put in the Primark t-shirt on yeah, just because yeah. I've got breasts and it just makes and it just because the yeah. t-shirt kind of because it's not like a baggy t-shirt and it's fitted it just looks like it's you're showing your breasts off when yeah, yeah. it's up to my neck and it's just weird like I feel yeah. like that was just an, inco- an uncomfortable feeling like just growing up just feeling like I can't wear the same things that you guys are wearing mm-hmm. and like feel like this is okay like yeah, someone's gonna be even, commenting it's not even that that's your own insecurity inside your mind because you know that so many other girls like you hear other people's stories other girls were feeling the same thing like other girls Mm. that have big boobs you feel like you're instantly sexualized when you just try and wear the most basic items of clothing and it's not fair because it's not your standards it's society's standards that they're Mm -hmm. like pushing onto you because you can't do anything about it you're a child like yeah it's just you know the way that you're built and the same and, thing with bums as well like it's someone yeah. who has a big bum like literally you could be wearing i sometimes used to feel like this like my bum pokes out a bit a bit more than some of the ladies in my office i guess and like when i wear when i wear like tight skirts i feel like oh like i feel like i, I look like i'm trying too hard like i'm trying remember, really hard to go to the office i know exactly what you remember <laughs> that not. phase when at school everyone like 
it was just in long pencil skirts were in those long midi mm. pencil skirts oh you're a couple of years no, younger I, than me i wouldn't have had that because we weren't allowed to, we had specific skirts we had to wear like um, oh like like this uh the tennis skirt kind of things to school oh like the pleated ones yeah yeah oh so you had a proper skirt so like there was a phase when these when midi pencil skirts came in mm-hmm. and like everyone was wearing them and so all my friends had one and then like I bought one from Zara, really nice material, like and it was proper like a thick material, it was, like such a good material, but it obviously like on my body, it proper hugs in and it was like high-waisted. Everyone mm. else's was high-waisted, but for me, it looks even more high-waisted because my waist sits under underneath my breasts as well. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's just like I mean, like it was such a nice skirt and I wore it and, and no one ever told me about my uniform, which like mm. I appreciate in my school that no one ever told yeah, me good. of it. Cause like there were, cause there were other girls like b- um, white girls who had been sent home before for their uniform because their trousers mm. were too tight and stuff like that. But then literally yeah, like, yeah. they were actually wearing trousers that were two sizes too small for them. You know, like they mm. were actually wearing trousers that were too tight. Whereas mm. like, I've actually got a body shape. Like there was, there was a difference. <laughs> and um, so I appreciate my school for that. Like, I don't appreciate my school for many things. So like, you know, you guys take that one. But um, <laughs> like I, um, so I remember and I, like, so I used to wear this skirt and everyone was wearing these skirts. Yeah. Mm. And then one time, so I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. One of my friend's mums was saying how, um, was saying how like her like her younger like her one of her younger daughters mm. got sent home from school because saying that their uniform was too tight <laughs> x y z mm. and then she was say, saying to me she go, and we were having a discussion saying about how oh you know like i mean why were they sending her home like everybody else's uniforms are x y z and she goes like i mean come on alex like sometimes your uniform was questionable and i was <gasps> like huh and I said back to her, I said back to her, no, I was never sent home for my uniform. Thank you. Mm. And I was like, no, it wasn't. She goes, no, but you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Wearing tight clothes. And I was like, no, I don't oh know what God. you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. And it's just like, you can't compare me to your skinny daughter. <laughs> you can't, you can't pair me to your skinny daughter. I'm sorry. I, like, I've always had body. I've had body since I was five yeah. years old. Like you can't yeah. compare me to your daughter, to your skinny child. You can't. That and, is mad um, that she was looking at you like that whilst yeah. you're a child. She's looking at you thinking, oh, she's exactly. trying hard. She's trying hard and to like, wear skinny, skinny clothes. Yeah. And I'm sure, sh- and I feel like, was she referencing that, that want that Zara skirt? But it's like, mm. even her daughter who was in my year, she wore a similar pencil skirt everyone mm-hmm. had similar pencil skirts mine was just a nicer quality one because I bought it from Zara instead mm. of from Primark just stuff like that you know and it was just a nice material and I just don't understand like well I do understand why but it's mm. just crazy how that just like I can wear the exact same things as my peers but I'm being sexualized more because of my body shape and it's not and it's not mm-hmm. even anything that I can that I can do anything about because I'm just keeping up with the same trends that everyone else is wearing. Yeah, everyone else yeah. is wearing similar types of uniforms and I'm just keeping up with that. You know, and especially because yeah. I was in sixth form, I didn't want to keep, I didn't want to carry on wearing a skater skirt all the way through mm-hmm. 
sixth form as well. Like, you know, I'm I've, I'm growing up a bit. I'm trying to find myself. I'm trying to feel a bit more grown up rather than mm. always feeling like a baby. But like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like you can't, you can't let that impact you anyway because it's like these are other people's opinions and they're mm-hmm. like if, if someone's sexualizing you it's like not your problem like just stop yeah. like if if you're sexualizing me just stop you don't have to just stop i'm a child remember like that's a bit yeah. gross mm. yeah like yeah Literally. but mad how did we even get on here i don't know just talking about primark and shit yeah <laughs> we need to talk about bras more often i love talking about bras. that's my that's another yeah. one of my favorite subjects but it's because i've always had to buy so many and like, mm. ugh, i'm giving away a load of my bras that just don't like this is just the thing i growing up I've gone through bras so quickly like some of them I've hardly even worn that much because like I'll get family and and like my mum they would like to buy me really nice pretty bras just because they're Mm. pretty and I've got the breasts for them but then I can't even wear half of them underneath tops because you can see it all (laughs) whatever (laughs) so and a lot of them I just haven't even been able to wear because I've grown out of them so quick yeah (laughs) you know that that made me think as well like I'm the opposite like I I've never had that many bras. Like I wear sports bras more than anything because mm-hmm. I grew up doing sports. So I was like, oh, I miss but wear sports bras. And now that I'm older, I don't even wear, I don't wear bras anymore because mm-hmm. unless I'm going to work or like a job interview or something, I don't, you won't really see me in a bra because I just, I just can't be bothered. I'm on Netflix it makes me, now. Yeah, it's, it's so comfortable. It's a nice, mm-hmm. it's a nice life. But like, it makes you think as well, like girls and non-binary people as well who grew up without money but had big boobs and boobs that grew a lot it's hard what the fuck did they do yeah like that literally oh it must have been so I don't, like i've never had to think about it because yeah do you reckon that's a privilege then like having there's definitely a <laughs> privilege because you save like, money def- that definitely is because i was just annoyed that all my friends could talk about you know when the um, uh primark had a phase where there was this mm. phase of wearing you know like kind of those little triangle lace bras out as a top and people still do it now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. those and they were pretty and Primark used to have loads mm. of really pretty ones and I remember like I was shopping with my friends this is like uni time and I was and we were out with my friends and I was just like to my friend I was like nah you need to buy this get this it looks, mm. it's gonna look so nice on you you can and she, like she was able to just wear it with as a top with jeans yeah yeah and I'm just looking at it just being jealous because I was like I would like to buy buy something like that mm. from Primark and wear it with jeans but I would look disgusting <laughs> like Aww. I would look awful in it and I I just wouldn't be able to wear anything like that like they don't even do that in my size because like I just have this yeah. there's just a problem with the like the bigger the size is like you get a large the cup might not be the cup might fit but the back is too big now or like mm. and it's just stuff like that and it just used to be just such a nightmare and very upsetting but like mm. I mean that problem's kind of solved now that lounge underwear exists guys I'm going to promote lounge mm-hmm. underwear because actually they do like they do bra size like they do good bra sizes lots of different types of bras and bras that are kind of like like what I was saying before where like it has the underwire but it doesn't have any kind of padding in there so it kind of kind of fit mm. nice they also do i've also been wearing kind of like their crop top bras as well um mm-hmm. which i need to get some more sets of which those have been comfy and now i've been able to kind of go out with like a crop top bra in, um mm-hmm. instead of having to wear a bra all the time so like that's been nice as well so like i'm gonna just shout out lounge underwear because actually i do like their brand and they do cater for big breasts mm-hmm. too um yeah Love but that. i just used to be so jealous because as well like 
I don't know how anyone like who would, who would have like the same breast size that I do, like where they would have gone and got bras. Cause like mm. the only other place would be Marks and Spencer. And I think I've even heard black girls living um, talking about this, but mm. it's just this whole thing. Like if some people only knew to go to Marks and Spencer to get bras, but the thing is, is that the Marks and Spencer bras are probably just as expensive as expensive as the bras from Boo Avenue. Yeah, definitely. And the Boo yeah. Avenue bras <laughs> would have just been a nicer, they would have fitted you better they would have been a nicer fit and just a nicer bra so you can actually feel nice with your breasts whereas mm. i think like a lot of girls with big with bigger chests have grown up just getting their bras from marks and spencer because that's all they know and mm-hmm. it's like about buying bras that aren't too sexy because we're children and yeah, it's like it's yeah. not but sometimes it's like we want to feel nice about our body and not have to grow up feeling like we're frumpy. And that was something that my mom felt was important as well. Like she would always buy me nice underwear, nice freely, Mm. like like the freely lacy knickers and stuff like that. And she would try and get me Mm. matching bras and stuff. And she was always big on that because she didn't want me to grow up in my body feeling like, feeling like um like my body is gross because I have to buy something frumpy just because I'm a kid like sorry like mm. she's very much like no buy the pretty bras because <laughs> you're a pretty you're a pretty girl kind of thing That's like so cute. you know so my mom is <laughs> always did funny do about that, that. Yeah. My mum would buy me like she'd buy me the like underwear with like the days of the week on it. Oh, <laughs> like, I used to get those. I used to ask for like, those. Ask for yeah. those <laughs> like underwear with like cartoons on it. I think she was yeah. just trying to. I don't know what she was trying to do, but. Yeah, she she would I used to get that underwear too because I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) My my mum used to get me it when I was in like secondary school. Like I'd have the days of the week. Like honestly, when I like sorry, I don't want to jump subjects too much, but when I watch things like Euphoria and like Sex Education and these kids are out like having sex all the time, (laughs) I'm thinking I was literally wearing underwear with days of the week on while these lot are out. Literally, but so was I. I was wearing you know those like boxes, those kind of those girl boxes that's what I was wearing mm, yeah like yeah, to school every day yeah. like I don't like actually can we just mm. obviously I know you said you didn't want to change topic but just commenting yeah. on that I haven't watched Euphoria but I'm I'm seeing the the little yeah. Euphoria challenge of oh um I f- like where's your uniform and then it's like oh yeah. I forgot I went to U- Euphoria high and then they get dressed and then they're in something slutty and I'm yeah, just did like you see the parents evening one of Kanye and that woman um no. what is her name oh I'll send you it you, you know there's that picture of he, he did her makeup like the black eyeliner and stuff like that and someone mm-hmm. said oh this is Euphoria parents evening and it's Kanye and her sitting in this room she's wearing the weirdest outfit and he's like got something over his head you can't even see his face it's like who the fuck's this I was like oh my god it's Kanye and that is literally (laughs) euphoria like everyone Mm. is very like glamorous for like they get so glammed up for school which I love I love watching it but it's it's not realistic yeah so what (laughs) I want to comment on is that why is it that we're in this weird shackles of Mm. this whole like why do these programs have to be set in high school they could literally set it in college and it's true and it would like it would still make sense. Parents could still be kind of involved because you'll go home and see your parents at times. It will make more mm-hmm. sense with all the sex that's going on. Yeah. Make more sense with drugs. But I don't understand why all these programs, same with like 90210 when mm-hmm. that was out. Like, why is that all set in high Gossip school? Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And all of these, all of these adult themes are going on and people and like, they're meant to be 
age 15, 16, mm. and they're doing all this shit. And it's like, hold on, actually, 15, 16 year olds, are they actually doing this? Like, I, do I'm not too like sure. This? Do all the exactly. Do they look packs? like this? Do they mm. look like they're thirty years old? No, <laughs> like, and I know like that like they're casting thirty year olds for all of these programs, yeah. all of these yeah. high school programs. But it's like, can you like? Why can't you just set it in college and let it make sense? Mm. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I think like the in Euphoria as well, the things that they get into, like all of the drugs, all of the like oh, I'm just like working with a group of gangsters mm. now on this. It's like what town like. It, where where is this like I, think, I don't understand it's, it's yeah I think it, that's it, why I liked you know to all the boys and also um mm. what was that show called never have I ever yes never have I yeah, ever I yeah. think I like that because they they were actually well some of them were actually kids and like yeah they, yeah. they look like kids and it's they're true. acting like kids they ain't trying to do yeah. sex and drugs and shit like and yeah. they're dressing like kids I do think it's weird as well that like the the way that people love to watch teenage drama about like and the the core topic is teenagers like underage kids having sex and sometimes having sex like in euphoria there's a lot of um teenagers having sex with people that are above the age of consent and it's like this is realistically this relationship is is like non-consensual yeah and is illegal <laughs> and should not be happening but i like it hasn't finished yet so i might i might find out some things towards the end but like yeah like it's it shouldn't be something so co- that we're so comfortable with watching and on top of yeah. that there's characters like there's this one character this blonde girl she's beautiful and in real life i think she's about my age but she's playing like 16 year old and she's got her boobs out in every single scene <laughs> and it's like even like in school i know we just had this conversation now but it's like they, they would wear, you have those breasts? Like, yeah, first, would you have those breasts? And again... I mean, I did, but, like, I wasn't <laughs> comfortable with them. <laughs> but they, she she literally had the, has them out all of the time. And it's like, why are you throwing this in my face, like a 16-year-old with her boobs out? Like, I don't... I don't really feel comfortable because <laughs> she's a child. I don't need to be yeah. seeing this. Like, and I'm not... It's, that's not me sexualising her. That's the... That's the cast. Not the cast, the... Um, producers and stuff ensuring that she has her boobs out in every scene and he's having sex (laughs) and even when she's doing even when she's just kissing someone all of a sudden her bra's off it's like he's still (laughs) fully clothed he's got all of his clothes on (laughs) what is going on (laughs) but it's interesting like it's a good series but at the same time it's like mm, but it's like could it have been set in college because as well what I also don't understand about these teenage these school dramas is that they always have a place to have sex like where are these people's parents like where are they I'm confused where are the parents maybe maybe it's America no I don't think in America like there's just all this time to be able to have sex like Mm. you know like in like old dramas like kids are always getting grounded so the parents are always at home so like what do you mean there's time yeah, to true. be and like and as, as well a- there used to be Zac Efron was always sneaking into um, Gabriella's window do you know yeah, what I mean like was, so her, yeah. her parents were home well her mother was home mm. do you know what I mean like and it was always that whole oh kids used to have to sneak out and stuff when you watch the family <laughs> shows like like eight simple rules the kids were always sneaking mm. out so the parents are home yeah. I don't believe in real life there's always there's all this space and time for the kids to be having sex like I it's don't true. get it well in, in Euphoria like 
the main guy, one of the main guys, Nate, he has sex with his parents at home. So like girls are in and out of his house and they parents are sitting downstairs listening to him having sex upstairs with girls and stuff. And it's <laughs> all very strange. But it, yeah, this but even that is, is like that that's more that's more realistic. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. You know, because like come on, let's let's like what about the realism of what was really happening? You know, like kind of when when okay, I wasn't having sex at 16, but like mm. there was like some people who were and mm-hmm. it would be and like basically I <laughs> sorry I'm gonna tell I'm gonna out this story like okay so we were invited over to this girl's house for a sleepover yeah and then kind of I went over to her house and I decided actually I want to go home mm-hmm. and I got picked up so um anyway I hear <laughs> I hear the next day so two of my friends stayed and the girl's boyfriend was staying over mm. so they had slept over and um then in the night the girl and her boyfriend were <laughs> having sex in the with the other room. two friends in the room yeah that and is like, just and duh. they just pretended to be asleep but they like looked at each other being like oh my God, is this really happening? <laughs> and, they, and like, I'm sorry, that that was real life. You know, like I hear, yeah. and even like hearing stories of, like I've heard stories about like, yeah, like times when we'd have kind of, when we'd be all chilling as friends, like with, with boys as well. And like some of the boys would be doing bits with the girls and whatever and stuff mm. like that. But it's like, like but it was when everyone was kind of together like that's how mm. that was the only time you know like i'm so like can yeah, we just have yeah. more shows that are a bit more realistic like I those know. awkward like very awkward times like i mean i didn't witness none of that because no one was trying to get with me oh damn it sorry i pressed my earphone and it just it's logged right. me off um Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really witness any of that because no one was no one was trying to do stuff mm-hmm. for me. So <laughs> yeah, but, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like that's that's really what high school was like, and even mm-hmm. sixth form. <laughs> like, let's not get yeah. it twisted. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe um, they need to bring Waterloo Road back. <laughs> yeah, that was more realistic, wasn't it? But. Um, and a bit dramatic. I never really watched it yeah. that much. I, I watched it from uh, when it first started, but that was kind of with family and stuff. And then I just was like, no, nah, I can't bother. Yeah. Oh my I God, we've been that. talking for ages. Yeah, I know. Let's talk <laughs> anyway. about some news because there's lots yeah, of news this week. There's been lots of news. Okay, first things mm-hmm. first. Guys. <sighs> Guys, your favourite person, your favourite musician does not want to give you no more music Mm. Rihanna is pregnant everyone and you know like we are very happy for her we're happy that you know she's going through this new endeavor and she's never giving you music ever again because you know she's got all of her money from Fenty so (laughs) yeah (laughs) I hope that she goes and lives in the Caribbean and has a happy life with ASAP and her little baby I hope that yeah everything go smoothly for her because she deserves it she's given us a lot she's given us childhood like i'm sorry and she's given us makeup like <laughs> yeah and some of us i, maybe... I appreciate rihanna for her makeup basically that, yeah. that's what made me like her because i really? kind of yeah i kind of didn't like rihanna because i it was just like 
you know that phase when she was always on the radio it was just really annoying she mm. was very jarring <laughs> in that phase <laughs> so I was kind of like mm, Rihanna her. not really Rihanna's not really like like Rih- Rihanna was the same level as kind of like Drake and Nicki Minaj like I don't really mm. feel like I like them oh, um, I like Rihanna I would say kind of similar to Beyonce but it's like I do like Beyonce but mm. I feel like I just can't I can't stand them like how the stands stand them yeah kind of thing but um but Rihanna but like Rihanna Drake Nikki they're kind of similar level but now I like Rihanna because of Fenty Beauty so, mm. what yeah. about um Savage Fenty have you got anything from there Oh, they don't do my bra size. <laughs> <laughs> so <Shit>. no. <laughs> okay. No, no. I'm not wow. really a fan of Savage Fenty. When you look I at the they stuff, they were meant to be really inclusive. Mm, like you look at the stuff and like it, they do like basics. Yeah, yeah. And all the nice stuff is small, but then mm. and then as well, it's like weird price points. Like, like they have affordable price points, but it's literally like. Is this even worth worth the money mm. kind of thing? When yeah, I when I yeah. when I looked, I looked like one time. When I looked, that's what it was like, and I didn't have my bra size, so I was like, forget it. Because a lot of people have mentioned to me, oh, Savage Fenty, have you done that? And I'm like, they actually don't have my bra size. Like they actually mm. don't. But um, yeah. That's sad. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good luck, anyway, Rihanna. We think congratulations, new mm-hmm. family. Um, yeah, lovely news, and I just find it hilarious. Like I feel like as well it's good on Rihanna like but you lot I know like I know you Rihanna stands the Navy you love her <laughs> that much however you like why were you outing her saying that she was pregnant how many months ago like <laughs> like the girl is sick of you Rihanna is sick of you lot because look now she got to announce show her pregnancy when she wanted to in her right time because at the end of the day you don't announce the pregnancy straight away you you have to wait a certain amount of time before you announce Mm. a pregnancy because you want to get past the stage where there can be a lot of complications and stuff like that so you guys i'm sorry shame on you rihanna is tired of you like just just leave her alone Mm. (laughs) just let's be happy for her being yeah. able to announce her pregnancy in her own time, please. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know that's what I, I like it as well because it's like she's just she hasn't done a big photo shoot. She's just walked yeah. through walked the streets of Harlem in the cold with, with her, her belly, belly out. out. Yeah, with ASAP <laughs> and, on her and arm. it looks pretty cold. But yeah, yeah. But apparently, I didn't know that she was with ASAP Rock in 2013. I know they had that. You know when he made that uh, Fashion Killer song. I know she was like the protagonist in the music video and like. Mm they were like flirting and stuff but I didn't know that they were actually together oh who knows um, that, that might be um, fake news but yeah yeah anyway. let's just hope he's not colorist anymore moving on <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. The government is backing a bill to make British Sign Language a recognised language in the UK and help deaf people play a more prominent role in society so this is all very 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 positive guys it's, yeah. it's really good because um over 250,000 Brits communicate through visual medium, which includes like hand gestures and facial expressions, yeah. body language. And that's a lot of people. And I just think like, I just think it's crazy that like- We're wasting during... our time learning French and German and we don't even yeah. get taught sign language at school. 
like, yeah. But I don't, even, I don't think that's part of this. Like, I don't think they're introducing it as like a language in schools, which no, but is like but the goal. If they're, if they're um, introducing it as an official language, like mm-hmm. as an official language, then that will be something that will bring that more to the forefront like this is the first step mm-hmm. but this is a yeah. major step because they could have made they could have made steps of like teaching sign language in school without this but mm-hmm. this is an even bigger set step making it an official language like this is this is a long time coming and it's a bit like it's it's been very ableist the fact that mm-hmm. this has this is only coming about in 2022 yeah. this wasn't even thought of for how it's long crazy. it's crazy and even like it's even discriminatory the fact that for how long the only time you see signed TV shows is at 3 3 a.m. Mm. in the morning or, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. at weird random times at night. And um, even like having access to subtitled live shows has mm-hmm. been like, that's even only recent also. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. this is a big step. And like, yeah, we want more things. We want more things. So like we can mm-hmm. actually be in a society that, isn't is discriminatory inclusive. yeah, yeah and is yeah. inclusive because like even um like deaf people that work in customer service like you if you can't communicate with them like this it's mm-hmm. always the deaf people having to do the work so they're the ones exactly. having to read the lips they're the ones having to try and work out like what how what you're trying to say and it's just not fair um it's not fair because yeah. like the amount that they've probably already been excluded from joining in with stuff and then they've got to bend over backwards to try and understand what everyone else is saying it's like mm-hmm. ugh, like it must be exhausting so yeah any positive change in this area is good and i'm glad that they're moving in good direction to be honest mm-hmm, um definitely we didn't mention this like last week and this is this has mm. been ongoing for a while now but like laura smith fields um who unfortunately she was murdered after going mm. on a bumble date um mm. like seriously rest like r.i.p laura smith laura smith feels because like yeah you deserve justice and the way all of the news articles are portraying this just being like oh this tw- was she 23 22 yeah 23 like this 23 year old girl was dating someone who was much older than her and they keep kind of trying to push this narrative about how mm. the person she went on a date with was so many years older and all mm-hmm. of this but like the guy the guy wasn't that old he was like, 37 the guy yeah the guy was 37 mm. okay considerably a bit older than her however the guy isn't a creep they're trying to make out like by kind of mentioning that he was older that makes him a creep she should have known she should have known mm. better mm-hmm. and like the and the thing is is that they would only do this and the media wherever it is in the world they only do do this when it is including the black women and because mm-hmm. she was a stunning black woman who went on a date with a guy who was older than her they want to push this narrative like oh she was in the wrong she she is Mm. trifling she's she was clearly trying to be a gold digger by dating this man who was so much older she clearly had ulterior motives no like i'm sorry this guy this 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 woman she went on a date she Mm -hmm. she doesn't deserve to not have her life yeah and i think what happened as well is that um the guy who is 
now actually being questioned by police, I believe, or an investigation has been opened by the police finally after the pressure on social media to open an investigation. Which is disgusting because it's been a, it's yeah. been months. It's been a couple exactly. of months, definitely. It's been, it's been ages. Um, but he, the guy that she went on a date with, they stayed in the same hotel room, they drank. And what he's saying is that they woke up, he woke up and she wasn't breathing. She was unconscious. And like, I think she was like, stuff was coming out of her mouth or something and they didn't think to question him or see him as a suspect from there like they i i I literally don't understand how you could the last person to see her isn't a suspect she's just died from was what is it natural causes that that doesn't make any sense Mm -mm. um so i think yeah they're looking into it now but this man he was almost let off like (laughs) if if social media didn't catch this like he would have completely gotten away with it but and you guys still want to shout that white privilege isn't a thing like mm, please like yeah. yeah we just want we want justice for laura smith fields um because there just isn't enough justice for black women especially in america when mm-hmm. it comes to this when it comes to this bullshit like yeah and this this is yeah. what they want to try and do um but yeah she'd like a beautiful woman i'm sure like obviously i'm sure she had like a lot going for her and everything um other than like I've only seen pictures of her and she's she's stunning oh my gosh like mm-hmm. yeah she just is, yeah so pretty but yeah just justice for for Laura Smithfields because yeah. this is just awful I'm, I'm just looking now and it wasn't um, natural causes it was by fentanyl o- overdose and a combination of medications and alcohol so that's what the medical examiner said but mm, mm, still that doesn't suspect. mean that he couldn't have spiked her do you know what I mean exactly like, Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, this is something that I saw on YouTube. Um, (laughs) Nick Cannon, um, (laughs) he's he's said that he sees sex toys as competition during uh, in the bedroom um, (laughs) during his the Nick Cannon show, and he said, "I'm a pleaser, and if I'm not the one pleasing, then I don't need another object in the room." (laughs) But what's quite funny is that he's acknowledged that. his problem with sex toys is probably connected to an insecurity. Um, no, but that is growth. <laughs> yeah, I think that is growth. <laughs> that is growth. And I feel like I like that he said that on the podcast that maybe it's an insecurity of mine that I yeah, don't like yeah. it. And I like that. It's like self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, self-awareness. And at least it's kind of making other men aware. Ugh. The amount of times like... Mm that I've heard men just when it comes to the topic of sex toys and they'll be like, ah, oh, no, I'm the toy. And that just makes me sick. It Do makes me feel sick. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it makes me feel fucking sick. And these same men will scream about, about going down on a girl like they'll they'll be yeah. like disgusted by that as well and I'll only do that if I'm in a relationship oh no but no you fucking won't because if you've never mm. done it before you're not going to be you like you ain't trying to please your girl when you decide mm-hmm. that you want to wife her like shut mm. up and it just it makes me feel sick like what do you mean you're a toy no you're not like so like you even suggesting that I'm the toy is suggesting that you are happy you just like I don't, I don't know. You guys might think this is a reach, but you're kind of happy with like using someone else's body to masturbate with, basically. Like that's just kind mm. of what it says to me because it's like, what do you mean you're the toy? Like a yeah, toy being I an s- inanimate object that can't actually 
kind of do anything else yeah, but vibrate yeah. and just bring pleasure in that way you think that you can just come and go in out in out and that's enough <laughs> like that's what it says to me i just yeah, think it's disgusting yeah. I think definitely it's like you're you're even describing yourself as an object now. Like you're not only exactly. going to be objectifying a woman, but now you're, you're objectifying, objectifying yourself. yourself. And it's like, is there not more to like having a sexual relationship than that? Like, is that? I should really hope that so. We'll like, care for the ego and, side and girls. There can be more to a sexual relationship than that. Like, even if, even mm. if, like, you're the type of person um, who maybe doesn't like toys, doesn't really like this stuff, but you're allowed to be, you're allowed to be like, you're allowed to have sex in a way that's not just like you're just there. Like, like I feel like, mm. I feel like if you're having sex and you feel like he could get off the exact same way if you weren't in the room. Like if you if you feel like you could just, you could remove yourself from the situation. You could be mm. anyone right now. You He could, you like, you could be his hand right now. You could remove mm-hmm. yourself from the situation completely. Like, babe, you, like you guys can do better. You can find someone who can treat you better than that in bed. Yeah, like that, yeah. that's all I've got to say. Cause I've had, no, I've had times when guys have tried to treat me like that. And that's when mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, stop. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this here with you because I don't even have to be here right now. And it mm-hmm. would not make a difference to you. So please just get out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Cause they're like the worst times when you're not both engaged and actually interacting yeah. and acknowledging each other. Like it shouldn't, but yeah, I agree. It shouldn't just be a, like in out in out done situation yeah you know because <laughs> like that's if, what if you that's, enjoy <laughs> yeah but if that's all you're gonna give like just let me have my toys and just give me my yeah, rabbit yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway but anyway i thought that was an interesting story yeah that is interesting and we're seeing growth we're seeing growth like yeah, well done in admitting to insecurity that's that's fine yeah i like nick cannon like yeah, he's just I, I doing his own thing. Is. Oh, he's like a presenter and stuff. He's just doing his own thing. Mm. Um, I know that he used to be married to Mariah Carey. That's about Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah, they've got a few children, I think. And now he's got another child on the way. He's yeah. he's. I find him such a strange character because he's that guy that has got a lot of children, and he's yeah. like he likes having children, having lots of children from different women. Oh but, yeah, like, he's the one who see... said about spreading his seed and whatever, isn't it? Yeah, his one of his children died the other day, like Aww. a baby. I think they had a tumor or something, and he he didn't tell any of the producers or anything. He just revealed it on his show one morning. I think he oh, just wow. had a segment where he was like, "I'm not, I'm, I'm just doing my own thing here," and um, everyone found out at the same time that his his baby had died. Um, but like he was in really like he was in such a positive mind frame. Like that's that's kind of what I I like about him. He seems like he's just a good person like for oh, a celebrity okay. he seems like a good person mm. um but yeah i don't know everything about him um yeah. but yeah um so something that i wanted to highlight actually as well is what is going on with all of these footballers why are they all abusing people mm. i don't know and i think mm. this comes back to patriarchy at the end of the day and yeah. Just now these men think because they managed to get signed to a football team, they, you know, have a little bit of talent that mm. they can just and 
because of their little talent, they could obviously it's not just a little talent. Like let me not downgrade mm-hmm. footballers. Obviously <laughs> they do their bits, but um, you know they got their talent. Now they're making their stupid money. I do think the money is stupid. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never stop mm-hmm. me thinking that they're making their stupid money for their for their talent. I'm not gonna call it a little talent anyway. Um, and mm. then now they think that they can go about doing whatever, like the power trip. It and is the a power trip. These people. It's the same thing with it's the same similar thing with musicians as well, isn't it? Like just mm-hmm. weird, this weird power dynamic. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it like even in politics, even in Hollywood, all in mm. the biggest places where the people make the most money there are people being exploited and there's mm-hmm. domestic abuse behind the scenes and all of this other horrible stuff. But um, this situation that came out at the weekend, uh, Mason Greenwood, who is only 20 years old, he's a football player who plays for Man United. He, um, that his girlfriend, or I'm guessing our ex-girlfriend, shared a load of posts on social media about um, this is what my boyfriend does to me. And there's pictures of her bruise, her bleeding from the mouth. Like Mm-mm. he he attacks her. There's a voice note with trigger all of this trigger warning, um, which I listened to. I wish I didn't fucking listen to it. It was about like him basically trying to force himself on her, and she'd recorded a voice note of it. Which without that, oh like God. it seems that no one would have taken her seriously because um, people were putting out statements like people that he worked with um, or brands that he worked with and stuff. Statements that in my opinion, weren't bold enough. It was like, oh, we're, we're collecting information about the allegations, blah, blah, blah. And it's mm. like, hang on, it's not actually an allegation. Like, it's evidence. She's got like, receipts. This, it's his voice and her voice, her saying no, him saying shut up. Like, what more do you need? Like, Mm-mm. let's be bold about it and say, we're taking this seriously. This guy is not, we're not working with this guy anymore. And yeah. we'll do everything to support the woman involved you know what I mean but yeah so we had um I can read out some of the statements so Manchester United Mm -hmm. official statement was on um his name is Mason Greenwood um it -hmm. said Mason Greenwood will oh wait hold on this is like afterwards let me get the first one I don't have the first one (laughs) anyway (laughs) well Manchester United have recently Sorry, let me see if I can find the first one. Sorry about this. I thought I was prepared. And now, look, I'm not. <laughs> All the time. Uh, okay, yeah. So the first thing that they said, um, we are aware of images and allegations circulating on social media. A club spokesperson said, after 20-year-old Greenwood was accused of physically harming his ex-girlfriend, we will not make any further comment until the facts have been established. Manchester mm. United does not condone violence of any time. And from that, that is not, that's not enough. <laughs> that is, that is not enough. It's like, awful until the facts. Like, yeah, like honestly, just don't say anything. Like, I don't know yeah. why they just don't say anything until they're ready to put up this statement. So this statement next that they said about Manchester, um, Manchester United official statement at Mason Greenwood. It says Mason Greenwood will not return to training or play matches until further notice. Why can't that be the first statement that comes out? Mm-hmm. Don't even yeah, talk about, you don't need to talk about no facts or anything. Just say he's not returning until further notice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you in know, the first one, did it. it even say, did it say anything about him not returning? No. Or did it's, they just decide said, that in the second one? They decided that on the second one. Literally in the first one, it just says, we will not make any further comment until the facts have been established. Like, oh my God. just just don't say anything then if you're not making any further comment. <laughs> don't say it's, nothing. 
it's just awful though because it's like what so they've seen all of this on social media and their first instinct isn't to just lock say, them off just to drop him yeah because in any yeah. other organization if this was being rumored and this was going around on the news and stuff mm-hmm. that person would be sacked or they'd, yeah. they'd get they'd They'd be sacked. Yeah, exactly. They'd be sacked straight away. Yeah, yeah. You know, or told to resign to them and be like, or they'd talk to they they'd they'd get the information. They'd they'd have the information. They'd but they wouldn't say that they're looking for the information first. You don't need to. You don't need to make no comment. Just wait until you're ready to say, oh, he's not returning. And um, Mm. so Nike also, Nike put out their statement and it said, we are Mm -hmm. deeply concerned by the disturbing allegations and will continue to closely monitor the situation, Nike. I'm sorry, what situation do you need to be monitoring, Nike? Are you the police? No. So like, you don't, like this statement wasn't needed. If you're deeply concerned, just take his, just take his shit off your, just just say that, oh, we're not, we're not associating ourselves with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's it it's true that, that's how you can show your 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 deep concern just just take it like because with nike that's not going to do anything to nike it's not like mm. he's like nike is his main employer it's not he just endorses yeah, nike true. so you literally nike didn't need to say that <laughs> just no yeah i i don't know what's wrong with these like why they're so obsessed with these footballers don't know like yeah, that, that and- they have to be deeply concerned and closely monitor allegations. You don't need to closely monitor fuck all because you ain't the fucking police. Yeah. And it literally, it comes after this other guy called Benjamin Mendy. He was charged of rape and sexual assault. Um, last year. Yeah. Like actually January, 7th of January charged. This is BBC article charged with rape mm-hmm. and sexual assault. Oh, he's released on, from prison on bow. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like this was of, Seven counts of rape and oh one God. one sex assault. And this is a guy who plays for Manchester City. So another team in the Premier League, I believe. Um, and it's just like this pattern over and over again. Like, do you remember Adam Johnson? If you if you look at a picture of him, he was all over the news at one point. Um, child grooming online. The sexual fuck? activity with a child. Oh my and this days. was in... When the fuck was this? But I remember this. Was it... No, I don't this think was I, in I don't the last, remember. Him. Like the last like ten years or something. I don't remember him at all. I don't remember his face. He looks like someone yeah. I went to school with. He had a child last year. Is he out of prison? Oh. Apparently, he's anyway. been with Katie Price. God's sake, Katie Price needs to just get out of the mess, please. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, like this. Yeah, I don't know what is going on with these men and the power mm. that they're getting, but clearly footballers are paid way too much money. And I think that's what we can take away from this. Like footballers mm-hmm. are, pay- are being paid too much money because for some reason this power is just going to their heads and this is how they want to exhaust their power by, you know. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, one thing that I, I find interesting as well is that people aren't really ever talking about Ronaldo and how he's been accused of rape. Like, mm. like you know, we all say, let's believe victims. Ronaldo's been accused of rape by um, a woman in Las Vegas nightclub in 2009. Uh, oh, 2009. Mm-hmm. She claimed that he sexually assaulted her in a penthouse hours later. They did have sex. Um, and... 
She reported it to the police the next day, took a rape kit in a local hospital and says she felt sick and confused the following days. Las Vegas police have reopened their investigation. Ooh, I wonder if they're investigating now then. I think they're investigating Um, now because I heard about this recently. Yeah, I heard about this in the last few months. Yeah, I've heard about Um, this in like the last couple of years or so. Yeah, so it's like, are we not going to talk about the fact that Ronaldo, he said that it's a lie. He's obviously saying it's a lie, it's a lie. But um, yeah, it's just not nice shit. The woman actually, like from the medical report, said that she had swelling and bruising um, Mm. around, I guess, her genitals and stuff. Um, for which she was prescribed antibiotics. I know this is a, a lot of detail, but it's just like, oh, Ronaldo. Like, everyone is obsessed with him. And when he moved, he just recently joined Man United in the mm. past, like, few months. And everyone was like, yes, Ronaldo's back and stuff. It's like, but are we are we actually going to celebrate? Are we no, at like, court? look, it's misogyny for you. Like, mm. these men will always celebrate their favourite footballers. It don't even matter. They don't care. And um, think about even like even when we look into like football and football hooliganism. I'm sorry, those mm. men who are watching the football are just as misogynistic and just as violent, and are thugs. Mm. Like the whole culture around football, that is what surrounds it. Um, which yeah, like, but then at the, at the same time, it's like of it's, course they're going like to support men- their favorites. Yeah, there's that, but then it's like it's men that like in quotations you think are decent still like stands of Ronaldo. Yeah, it's like but it's because it's like it's like the whole thing like they'll they will ignore these things. Mm. They'll ignore it until, but like even but with all of these with anything that's to do with um like trigger warning with like um kind of these rape cases and stuff like that. Mm we've seen time and time again men be like oh no but the women are lying oh and this is what women do mm-hmm. and women Wait always do this for money together. and stuff mm-hmm. like that and this is this is this rhetoric has always been pushed with all rape cases this is why and this is why it's so hard to even get them charged in the first place um and this is this yeah, is the culture around this as well this is just the culture around it it's only mm-hmm. very recently that we've seen people get justice from these powerful people and mm. this is very recent yeah. and as well a lot of the time the people have to be dead for it to go through so like yeah it's true you know or ri- like the woman has to be rich and look a certain mm-hmm. way yeah exactly um, but yeah it's it's interesting that men don't start to empathize until they have to add it up in their mind like oh this woman could have been my mum. She could have been my sister. And it's like, but you shouldn't have to... Like, but even with that, it ha- don't even work. They don't, like, they don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. They yeah, don't it's care. Because we always, we always think, oh, they have to think about it. Like, oh, this could be my mum or my sister or my cousin. And then, it, but it's like, actually they don't because they don't give a shit. <laughs> either. Like, yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit regardless. And it's like, they let, like, all of this is part of rape culture, like, letting things yeah. slide and, like, being a fan of someone who has accused, mm-hmm. has been accused of rape. It's like, you, you're part of enabling this kind of stuff to yeah. continue. It's and been like, ingrained. Like, yeah. like um, imagine at your job, right, if if someone was being investigated for rape. 
Like, would they still be working? Like, I don't, I don't know how it they, works. They wouldn't let it them. out. Like, because if it's, mm. um, but no, but like, they wouldn't still be working if they're being invested, if they're being, like, if they're on trial, they'd be asked, like, to be go on mm. leave and stuff like that. But, um, like, yeah. But, um, like, some things will stay hush. Other things, when it gets into the media, then they'll be on leave and whatever for an amount of time yeah, until yeah. XYZ. So, yeah. Like the Home Office have lost their case for stripping citizenship, which is fantastic news because that would be mm-hmm. fucking illegal. Um, I think we're just going to make a... Do you have anything that you want to say about it? Or no, no. Maybe, maybe on another day, if we got to this sooner, we would have done. But because um, <laughs> we want to just get away from the depression. Um, oh, what did I want to talk about? Okay, yeah. So like... So I was watching Disney films over the weekend, yeah. Hmm. And I watched Encanto. It's actually a really great film. I did cry. I really enjoyed it. And I'm finding mm. like I really enjoy things where it's coming back down to like self-love is what's going to save save you. And mm. just stuff like that always makes me cry. It's why I love Steven Universe so much. Like that makes me cry mm. as well. Oh, guys, new episodes of Steven, like the latest kind of series of Steven Universe is on Netflix. And like, mm. like literally the last three episodes is like kind of the art called Change Your Mind and it's beautiful. It makes me cry mm. every time. Um, <laughs> so I just can't wait for like them to put on the Steven Universe movie on Netflix and then Steven Universe f- future because like they're great. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, th- that's why I just like Steven Universe is my favorite cartoon. But um, yeah, but like, so I was just having this discussion with Deanna over the, over the weekend mm. because like I felt Encanto was such a good film. And then we were kind of looking into like the Disney Pixar films and Disney Pixar, the last good Disney Pixar film was Coco. And mm. Coco is, is a fantastic film, but I'm just like, what has happened to Disney Pixar that for some reason they don't have writers that are good enough and they don't have like these amazing stories to tell like the this is the same studios that brought us like toy story brought us finding nemo it brought us um the incredibles like Mm. i can't understand why where what is wrong with these stories that they're just not getting like is there but has their budget kind of gone that low that they can't pay writers to get some decent Mm. stories in like what is it because well, um, which ones say the ones that you don't you're not a fan of well like i haven't even bothered it's just that okay there's there's a film called luca which came out haven't bothered to watch it there was a film mm. called the good dinosaur that came out like can't be bothered to watch it and i haven't heard good things of it either like that's it's a bit random because like pixar used to it used to be like a calculated thing where people would try and link them all together and be like oh the pixar what is it yeah. conspiracy or whatever but now that they're just releasing random ones it's like do they even literally like in because coco could definitely fit in the pixar universe like mm. brave is pixar as well brave is oh, brave is a brave. bit shit though but um i, like I didn't brave. like it i didn't enjoy it but maybe i didn't no i think i just didn't enjoy it in general i was gonna say maybe i didn't enjoy it because i watched it like the day after my granny died but like i but I, but at the same time i just don't feel like i enjoyed the film i just thought like oh, mm. i'm bored but um yeah, monsters. The same studios that brought us Monsters Inc. Monsters a classic, Inc. Classic, yeah. you know, mm. a classic. And I'm just confused as to why, like, where are the story writers and why don't they have it? And because like Disney, with like they're doing well with their kind of princess-ish stories. Because mm. Encanto wasn't quite like a princess story, but 
Mm. It was very, but it was like, it was a really, oh, it's just a beautiful film, guys. Like, I can't explain <laughs> it until like you watched it. But, um, and I'm just enjoying this whole kind of focus on family with these stories mm. now, because I feel like they're a lot more relatable for a young audience than, yeah. than these stories about like, oh my gosh, a prince. I'm in love and all this bullshit. Yeah, though I do like love the ta- Hollywood. Though Tangled, yeah. I love Tangled though. <laughs> yeah, Tangled was good. I like Tangled. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Frozen. I know that Frozen's slightly <laughs> spoofy, but I'm not. I'm still not a fan. Um, mm. Yeah. You know, I was watching that. Um, I sent you last night the studio oh, the Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah, like yeah. the oh, what was the? I can't remember the title of the it's video. It's called Love Ghibli. I story. think. Yeah. Yeah. But it it like I've only got a little way through it because it's like oh, quite I watched a long it all YouTube video. <laughs> Did you? But yeah. I, just, I just love I love how it's like they they mention how the kind of themes of Studio Ghibli movies are mm-hmm. it's about friendship and like the spiritual connections and spiritual yes. dynamics like between two people where traditionally in in the modern like Disney movies it's like if mm-hmm. a boy and a girl are best friends in the end you expect that they're going to fall in love but in these movies it's just about how like they grow together and how they they, grow they're together. both working towards similar yeah. goals like by defeating something or winning mm-hmm. something or like gaining something and it they're more realistic than yes. um than these Disney movies that yeah. we grew up watching so like literally what I because this is even something that I mentioned mm. to you because I was just really annoyed and pissed off at at Disney because like I love yeah. animation so much but I know that there's so much that you can do with animation mm. like just yeah there's so much that can be done with animation because it's all drawing so much can be done and like yeah, yeah. if you've got good writers like there's no there's no excuse for an animation to be bad you know mm. unless you've got shit writers and shit people making the animation like and that's it and and I was just saying about how like in a lot of kind of like anime um, anime and stuff like that, like there's so many, there's so much that's going on with mm-hmm. the story. Like even if we kind of just talk about like just in general, like Naruto, just everything is about these kind of bonds with friendship and stuff like yeah. this. And yeah. just how the characters build all the way through. Like there's all this character development, which they've just, which they do so much. And Mm-hmm. And it can be done like I mean we've seen with Up how in Up yeah. the first 30 seconds or the first 2 minutes of the film they show the connection between between like this boy and a girl you see them mm-hmm. grow up together you see them fall in love you see them start to go through life together mm. you see that they have their troubles their ups and downs and all of that and then and then she passes away like yeah like when they're old and then he grows on older but he's by himself and i'm sorry like that perfect perfection Mm. like Mm. perfect storytelling all in the space of two minutes like literally this this is what i mean is that probably i don't know what my favorite pixar movie is i'd have to sit down and like really consider it but up jumps to mind like straight away as being one of the best I just love that first that just I just love how they mm. did that first opening like the rest of the film like I've watched it but I I don't it's not too deep for me but like mm. just the way they did that just really caught me and I remember I put on up one time with my mum and my mum yeah 
got captivated and just watched it and she enjoyed oh. the film and like literally like usually I can't put on like animation around like mm. my family and they'll sit and watch it because you think well this is for kids and they'll fuck off yeah. but like oh, sorry mom um but <laughs> yeah but <laughs> it's like but then I've been able to put on anime with like studio Ghibli films with my mom and mm. my mom will sit and watch Ghibli films with me and I'm watching it in Japanese as well and she'll sit and watch it like <laughs> that's good my mum wouldn't my mum wouldn't but that's so good but yeah it's like they're so wholesome like they are I just feel like my favourite's Ponyo just if you guys want some yeah, recommendations I was thinking that yesterday when I was watching um, I was watching like a compilation of all of them and I thought yeah. Ponyo is the most relevant at least relevant one to me like I, I just I just feel like the it's, one that I remember I remember all the characters yeah. like and and the location and yeah, yeah I really I really like and the animation style is beautiful and like even when mm. at the beginning of Ponyo so I'm going off on a rant even at the beginning of Ponyo <laughs> like it shows kind of like how um the what's it calling the the net fishing what what's it called again i forgot what it's called but like oh. where the heavy net kind of goes and it destroys yeah. everything on the sea floor it mm. shows that and it even shows like the pollution and stuff like that and i'm yeah. like and i was yeah. looking and i'm like ponyo came out probably before finding nemo yeah. and i was Long like ago. how did nemo miss that do mm. you know what i mean like i've but don't get me wrong, I fucking love Nemo. Nemo is one of my is mm. one of my favorite Pixar films. I love Nemo. They I don't know what the fuck they were doing with finding Dory. Um like I didn't watch <laughs> I didn't watch it properly, but I know it was dumb as shit. But um like because Nemo had all the animation of making the sea look so beautiful and the coral mm. and everything, and it was beautiful. Yeah. How did they miss about like the throwaway culture and how that's all in the sea like because happy feet got it in do you know what i mean like mm, how did mm. nemo miss that you know because they don't like they, like they crossed the whole ocean and okay they they were almost killed by jellyfish and by all of these things but they didn't come across an area of of polluted sea wait didn't did they though didn't mate I, I might be imagining this but did the turtle get something wrapped around his neck no, that's Happy Feet. The penguin. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Lovelace. Okay. Lovelace. And they they were saying that he was a god because he had that fit. He had the can yeah. stuff around yeah. his neck, but then he was yeah. choking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was Happy Feet. Like, Happy Feet yeah, I remember. did that. I so remember. DreamWorks did it. But Nemo, I don't know how you missed that when they crossed the whole fucking ocean. Like, they had sharks mm. tasting after them and everything, and they just didn't. They had a missile. Yeah missiles in the sea and they didn't get a polluted ocean anyway mm. and like madness but yeah i just feel like they're missing these things like mm-hmm. in animation which just yeah i don't know what disney are doing i don't know why like i just feel like there's so many stories that could be told and that could have the potential like just from watching encanto i was just thinking like i could they could easily be a story similar to this, which is kind of oriented around family, but to do with like, mm. I don't know, like a West African family, family, South African family, East African family, like, you know, like even like say mm. they, they could be some kind of film, like which were, which is kind of um, speaking on the like Maasai warriors and stuff like that. And then mm. in the in a modern age and, and even kind of just thinking of like, like I would like a story like no I'm even going to shout out all my ideas I don't care you guys take them you know 
take them because <laughs> I want to see these films. Like even if there was like a film, um, a film that was kind of like revolving around carnival for a Caribbean story mm. set in Trini mm. or set in Notting Hill. I don't know. And like, it could be talking about Juve, like literally there's, mm. there's so many stories that could be told that could even bring in that Disney magic because they love that element of magic that could be in there, yeah, you know, like this, yeah. that it can have this in it. But I don't know yeah. why Disney just can't, don't have like, well, Disney, Pixar, um, especially why they for some reason don't have writers or stories mm. to actually mm. push for. Like it's, it's true. Mad. Like, Considering as well that white people are the global minority, it's like that now is the time to be telling all of the African yeah. stories and all of their Asian stories, and you know, like giving the people voices, like making making wholesome stories, yes. like about different areas of the world. Like, we, I would, and I would love to, to see, it. like, I would love to see like an Asian story, like a um, Southeast Asian story. I would love to mm. see that. Yeah, like, same. Um, Because even one of the characters in Encanto, like this is just something that I took from it. One of the characters in in Encanto, she looks like she was Southeast Asian, um, Mm -hmm. but I know that they're all Latino, um, but Mm. she looked like she was Southeast Asian. Everything about her look, like in her face, her eyebrows, her hair, her hair was long, silky straight. And she Mm. looked like she was like Southeast Asian, like India, like Indian or Pakistani. Like that's just Mm. how she looked. And... Um, and as well, even like a darker skinned, like, you know, and like, and she was the one who was labeled as perfect in the family Aww. and she was so beautiful. And then there was a point where, sorry, this is a minor spoiler where um, <laughs> she um, basically, she was making all these flowers and then a cacti, um, cacti came up and then she's like, oh, this is different. And then there's this part when like, she's got all these exploding colors, like, you know, like Mm. kind of those powder paints, exploding colors. And I felt like it reminded me of like Holly Festival. Um, And it was like, oh my gosh, like this is beautiful. And it looks like it's Holly, like literally with the, with the paint everywhere and just splashing Mm -hmm. and she had it all over her. And I was like, Mm. this is just beautiful to watch. And I, and I'm seeing that kind of like, dash from that from that cultural festival mm. in this disney film and it looks beautiful mm. literally and she and she even looked like she was you know southeast asian as well yeah um yeah, yeah so i just yeah it's just stuff like that i want to be seeing it i want to see it mm-hmm. and i want to see more of yeah. it but Me yeah too. I, I need to have a, a, a pixar day and a disney day to watch all of these things because the past few years like, I haven't watched Finding Dory I haven't watched oh, Incredibles don't watch it. 2 oh, I Incredibles haven't watched any of these new things that have come out <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch that first then but yeah, I'm going to have a dedicated day yeah um but yeah, as well, sorry, I was thinking today, I don't know why this song was mm. in my head. So um high school musical, um high school musical two, sorry, Gabriella starts singing this um this solo, um, gotta go mm. my own way. And mm. I was thinking about that song, I don't know why it was in my head, but yeah. I just feel like that song wasn't relevant for the situation she was in at that moment. <laughs> because mm. I feel like she was singing about how like um, how okay the lyrics are I've got to move on and find who I am I just don't belong here I hope you understand there might be a place in this world someday but um, for us in this world someday but at least for now I've got to go my own way 
And like, I was uh, thinking of those mm. lyrics, thinking like, oh, I feel like I, I'm kind of relating to those lyrics right now. But hold on, Gabriella in that, <laughs> in that moment in time, she didn't. <laughs> I don't, because... Mm. Um, context for the time she was singing it um, she decided that she was going to give up and leave like she always does um, so she wanted to quit her job and leave before she got a third strike because of Troy and um, yeah and just and she was just telling him like oh look I've got to move on and be who I am because like you know you're mm. just out here getting all these perks and I'm just jealous and I just feel like yeah I just feel like it was all through jealousy like I feel like the song should have been talking more on Troy's white privilege than on she Mm. had to get up and leave because you know like she has to go and be herself like I'm 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 just confused a song about his white privilege (laughs) I feel like that would have been more relevant because I'm sorry like She's saying, I gotta be, I gotta go my own way. So it was like, so you didn't want to go and work there in the first place. Why did you go? Mm. Like, if you never wanted to be yeah, there, you didn't need to yeah. go there. Like, if you didn't want a summer job, why did you go there? Like, you went there because your boyfriend mm. asked you to. So now you're saying, oh, this isn't who I am. I actually didn't want to be working here. So, like, I'm gonna fuck off and leave. Uh, because mm. this thing is like, you know, all this musical shit, like, that ain't my thing either. I'm just doing this for you. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what? what? don't make no sense but like I just feel like it was just more in jealousy rather than saying like Troy you've been getting all of this all of these perks from Sharpay because one she's just trying to get you in because she knows that you're like the lead in all the musicals you're the star boy mm. and she's trying to and she's just I feel like Sharpay's Sharpay's the real main character yeah and I feel like she's just doing mm. right by herself she's just so saying like sorry I've been in the drama industry all my life and this bitch wants to come here and try and steal my limelight. I don't think so. Like this new guy, I don't yeah. mind him being top man, but like I need to be leading lady because that's what I meant to do. And she she was just trying to insert herself in there. And then she was also yeah. giving him perks. She was using her network to help him so she could kind of be in the show with him. Like, I'm sorry, I don't think she did anything wrong in my opinion. <laughs> I think well, she she did fuck her brother over. Is she did fuck, fuck her brother Ryan. over. Yeah, I feel like she yeah. should have thought more about her brother and been like, no, no Ryan, can you, can you come and produce with me? Blah, blah, blah. She, yeah. you know, because that's what like yeah. Kelsey did and the, like they got Ryan into producing. Um, So yeah, I think she did fuck her brother over, but I think she was just thinking like, oh, new leading guy, I'm leading lady all the time. And like, let me just use my connections and help him out, you know? <laughs> She just used like You know what my my favorite Ryan highlight was when he was like, "Oh, Gabriella's mum's cookies are amazing," and Troy was like, "Yeah, I've had them." <laughs> yeah, sorry, that is hilarious. It's like, yeah, I know. It's just like, all right, mate. Like, well, you ain't been around, have you? In it. <laughs> that was very much like, oh my gosh, look, like you know, like a guy best friend. Like Ryan was like guy best friend, and then yeah, the, the boyfriend's yeah. jealous of the guy <laughs> best friend. <laughs> <laughs> he got, it, was, it was like it was like Oscar worthy acting from Troy there because I was Literally. like I feel it I feel it <laughs> I feel it <laughs> oh gosh hilarious but yeah I feel like Gabriella should have been talking about how um, Troy's white privilege and just let him know like mm. you're only getting these perks because you're white you're a pretty boy you know mm. why aren't you trying to get your friends into Chad, into the Red Hawk yeah, why yeah. aren't you? Why aren't you trying to? Why aren't you inviting your mates to go play basketball with the Red Hawks? Why are you just like hoarding it all for yourself? That's mm. what the song should have been about, been about. Like, and I think it would have been a much more interesting song. Um, Maybe not, not so- Disney. Not something I could not relate to. But mm. 
I feel like, but re- Gabriella didn't relate to her song while she was singing it. Like, I feel like it would have made more sense in context of the film. But anyway, mm. sorry, next tangent. Talking about jealousy um, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I started mm. rewatching Friends. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so the whole kind of Ross, we, uh, we were on a break thing. Um, mm-hmm. I I always thought that like Ross was technically right, but mm. rewatching it because usually when I rewatch, I start from season three because I can't stand seeing Ross and Rachel in a relationship because they really bore me. Um, so I skip <laughs> the whole relationship part. Um, but yeah, so I watched it from the very beginning, and um, I thought the whole we were on a break thing. I thought they went on a break, and it was like a couple of months they were on a break. And then mm. one random night, Ross slept with some girl. but And mm. then Rachel just all of a sudden decided that she wanted to get back with him. But as it turned out, no. Um, Ross was being very insecure and jealous that Rachel um, has finally started in a career that she wants to be in. And mm-hmm. she is working with a guy. Like there's a guy that she works with. And mm. Ross is just jealous of this guy. Mm. and that's it and like Ross was just being weirdly jealous he was very insecure that his woman has a successful career very Mm. insecure with that she had to work late he knew that she was working because he would call her at work so she knew she he was busy and the, and basically the way the fight started was that it was their anniversary but she had to work late I don't know why they can't celebrate her anniversary on the weekend when she's not working but it's their anniversary <laughs> she actually called saying okay look I have to work late and he was like oh no I'm gonna come and bring a picnic to your work I'm gonna come and bring dinner to you and she goes no 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 don't come literally yeah, don't like we're that. trying to sort out all of this stuff um, this guy has left the job now but he's signed off things which are incorrect and we're trying to sort it out so like the guy's mm. the guy that he's jealous of has even left the company is even leaving the company now and he still wants to be like oh you're working late but it's our anniversary but she's like what can I do we need to sort this out yeah so yeah and for some reason, I don't know. I don't understand why the writers thought this was funny. I didn't find any of this funny because Ross mm-hmm. actually goes to her workplace where they're really busy, ev- papers everywhere. He goes to their workplace, goes to her desk, starts setting up a picnic, candle and everything, open flame with all these papers around. And she's like, Ross, what the fuck are you doing? Get out. Like, I told you not to come. He's still setting up dinner, still set lights candle, sets a fire. I'm just like, what the fuck? This isn't funny at all. Like, this is just no. weird. And then she what has- What dinner uh, was it? Huh? What season? What dinner was it? It was just a picnic. He brought a picnic basket with, oh, with shit. shit in it. Like, just and it's like, this, at home. literally, exactly. This wasn't romantic. Just set up the picnic at home for when mm. she comes back. <laughs> anyway, so like, she shouts at him and is just like, I need you to leave. Can you just leave? And we'll talk about this later. Anyway, she comes mm. home and then he had said something like, oh, like he said something, he said something, but it wasn't an apology. And she was kind of like, you're really not going to apologize for this. Like, Mm. I haven't done anything. And then that's how the argument started because he wasn't apologizing Mm -hmm. and he was there saying like, oh, like, I'm glad you've come to your senses and come home kind of thing rather than being like, oh, sorry that I was being insane Mm. and not insane. Yeah. But like, sorry that I was being 
really annoying and irritating and showing up to your work even though you told me not to like mm. yeah, anyway and she so she got angry because he didn't apologize and he was clearly in the wrong anyway and then that's when she says maybe we should just go on a break or something like from the mm. relationship okay so he storms out yeah he storms mm. out Goes to a club where where Chandler and Joey are. Chandler and Joey are in this club because they're just staring at this one girl who like works in this paper place, paper printing place. And they'd specifically mm. gone there because that girl had invited them there. Ross mm. meets up with them there. So like literally the same, the same, just right after they've had this argument, Ross meets up with them there. Um, They're like telling Ross, oh no, why don't you should just go home? You should just call her, call Rachel, see if you can make up, blah, blah, blah. He calls Rachel. Rachel now, um, the guy from her work, sorry, this is a long explanation, but it's all relevant. (laughs) The guy from her work comes over, comes over because to that guy, Rachel's just a friend and he brought, and he was bringing over Chinese food for himself. He wasn't even bringing Chinese Mm. food for Rachel. He was like, oh, let's just chat about it because you're really upset. And Ross wasn't answering his phone because he's fucked off out. And um, mm. so Ross just hears that the guy is there when he calls up Rachel, gets angry and jealous. So then he decides to get drunk and then go sleep with the random girl that Joey and Chandler were staring at all day. And I'm like, hold That's on. That's awful behavior. I thought this was a span of two months, not one night. Like, what the fuck? Mm. So yeah, so I'm just like, the whole we were on a break thing. And now that I'm watching it, knowing the full story the joke mm. don't pop no more the joke ain't funny no. i just feel like and i don't understand why rachel has even stayed hanging out with him because <laughs> he's fucking rude it's just like it's not a break when it's like two hours <laughs> no exactly exactly and she said a break like and he went to the club saying that they were broken up <laughs> like, so in that okay at that time yeah we were on the yeah. at that time when the break happened he didn't understand the concept of a break yeah he thought they were broken up so then but then why is it then after he fucked up now he all of a sudden understands the concept of a break because now he's there saying oh no we were on a break we were on a break so we should get back together now we were on a break mm, but it's like you yeah. said when you were in the club that you were broken, broken up. up you didn't understand yeah. what a break was then but all of a sudden now you understand the concept of a break and oh it's a break because it suits you because you fucked up like i'm sorry if if it was the other way around you would not be having it yeah i think um this man doesn't understand boundaries he doesn't understand communication he doesn't have listening still no listening skills (laughs) not no listening skills at all but equally he's very funny (laughs) he's very funny like he is one of the good characters you know the Mm. the boring characters in friends is rachel and joey but like (laughs) Oh yeah, go on. Hmm. Sorry, what? What do you disagree? I agree. Joey is too one-dimensional. Yeah, it's like, come on, give us something else. But he does make me laugh. They all make me laugh, to be honest. And hmm, Rachel. Yeah, I guess she's quite one-dimensional I guess as well. I, agree. I, I think Monica is the most funny. Like, oh, Monica I used to, is when fucking I was, hilarious. When I was young. I didn't rate her that much. No, but now that I've watched I. it all, I'm like, oh my god, Monica is hilarious. Because like, I used to think so Phoebe was the funniest, but <laughs> yeah, same. Because she's all like yeah. kooky and weird. <laughs> but the thing is, like, watching it when I'm rewatching it when I'm older, I'm sorry, Monica and Chandler, the writers, that was perfection. Yeah. That was yeah. like the best writing that they could do. 
getting Monica and Chandler together because <laughs> them in a relationship and then together is hilarious. Like they are hilarious. Yeah. Like I love them. It's and I, I love their relationship. Their relationship is one of those on-screen relationships that you actually aspire to be. Enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Like, like this could happen to me yeah. and I wouldn't be mad about and, it. And even like just the way they are and how they got together and how mm. and how like they flourish together I'm sorry their mm-hmm. relationship is beautiful like yeah literally yeah. actually I saw someone like someone do a proposal and they had said something like oh every Chandler needs their Monica and something like that and it's like oh my god that's so sweet like it's <laughs> cute so true. but yeah there's there's some like TV relationships where it's like hmm questionable like, like Ross yeah, and Rachel like, I know you, well I was gonna say I know you don't don't like Pam and Jim Oh, Pam and Jim Pam cannot and Jim. stun them. Looking at it from the outside, he's cute. That's from the but office, by the way. Then you watch how evil Pam can be. <laughs> Pam is a fucking bitch. <laughs> I cannot stand Pam. There's, there's times when I don't really like Jim that much either because I think he's a bully. Um, but <laughs> Everyone says this, but I don't... He's a bully. Mm, he's awful I see to it. I, see, I see it, and but at the same time, do I don't go like too far. Yeah, but Dwight's like... Dwight's not like I feel a like nice I, person. I feel like I prefer <laughs> Dwight to Jim. Dwight, Dwight is in my top three favorite characters. Yeah, and uh, I wish they. Oh, sorry, this is the office spoiler, but that came out a long mm. time ago, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, but I don't. I'm I'm really upset that like they got rid of Michael. Like, <laughs> I, I know. I feel I like, know. but but he does come back. He comes. Yeah, he does come back. Like. But and it's lovely when he comes back. It is lovely. It was. It was. That was a nice episode. It was lovely. Mm. But I just feel like, yeah, I cannot stand Pam and Jim. I hate them more than Ross and Rachel. Like, um, mm. <laughs> like <sighs> that that bitch Pam. I can't believe that she was flirting with Jim, and because like I literally I was watching The Office and I did not realize for a whole two seasons that she was engaged. <laughs> yeah, she was with that Roy. Was, yeah, was that she name? was engaged Roy. with someone else, and all that time she was flirting like that with Jim. And Roy even worked just mm. downstairs. No, yeah, no, mm. that's disgusting. That's that was and out you of order. Why, Disrespect. Why Roy's Roy's so like annoyed all the time and didn't even punch Jim. Oh yeah, <laughs> he tried he went, to punch him yeah, or something. He tried to punch Jim, and I felt like that was justified because yeah. um, like I'm sorry, like you don't be engaged for me with me for how many years for mm. now me finding out that you kiss this guy in your office. So all this yeah. time you've been emotionally cheating. And like, you know what I love? I actually love for Roy how when he got married and he mm. found this perfect woman who actually elevated him. And I just felt like that just showed you Pam's character. I like How I, toxic she is. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Like, I'm not even sure about the writers of The Office. I feel like, do the writers of The Office hate Pam too? Because, mm. <laughs> like, the way they wrote her and the way, like, how they wrote when Jim, when Roy was getting married... All of a sudden, he was playing piano. All of a sudden, he's got this amazing job. All of a sudden, you know, he's groomed. He looks good. Mm. Like, he looks like he washes. He he actually takes care of his appearance. His appearance. And he's just like, oh, yeah, this, go- this woman, she got me to do this. And she's elevated me to this. And she made me actually realize, actually, like, I can do this. And I could go for this job. And I don't, and I can be the manager of this. And, you know, do mm. all of this stuff. And I was like, but that just shows, like, you are, like 
with who you kind of choose to be in a relationship with, they will elevate mm-hmm. you. And yeah, when you see Pam and Jim's relationship, Pam is always dragging Jim down. Like there's always excuses mm. for Holding Pam. Holding him back. Holding mm-hmm. him back completely. Jim is even like, oh, okay, look, I actually want to work on my company. Because Jim Jim has got ideas. Jim wants to go places. And then Pam's and Jim just, has a mortgage. He he bought him and her a house. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, but I do have problems with that as well. Because he was just buying <laughs> shit without consulting her. Like, she had no choice in yeah. anything. <laughs> he went and bought his parents' old house without being like, oh, babe. Like, she probably would have been fine with it. But without even showing mm-hmm. her... It was just a surprise yeah. and she had to be happy with it. I hate stuff like that. <laughs> like, I do. I know what you mean. I do. I mean. Like, I, I have lots of problems with Jim and Pam's relationship. I do. I do. Like, <laughs> but, but yeah. then there are some cute scenes. Like, if you catch the scenes, then it's like, oh, they're actually very cute. But I watched this video just, on YouTube and I it's like, I feel like I just didn't find the scenes I hate cute. about Pam Beasley. And it's like, yeah, I can relate to everything because, like, I understand why a lot of people don't like her now. Mm. After watching that video, it kind of analysed every single thing that she does. And yeah, it's very clear why people don't like her. Yeah. I think the writers must have hated her too. Mm. Because they they wrote the relationship like it was like, in in an appearance, it it appears to be cute. But when Mm. you look at what she's doing and how she's holding people back and how like her insecurities she's putting them on everyone else and and she just thinks she's top bitch in the office just because like she's a plain Jane but because everyone else is like old or weirder yeah, she thinks that it. she's so top she's bitch girl. I'm just yeah, like she's the it girl <laughs> and like she literally she loves I'm sorry she loves this is why she loves Michael so much she loves it when Michael kept saying that she was a hot girl she was a hot girl in the office she loved it she reveled in that mm. like mm. you know I'm sorry, plain bitches, they love that shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we, we all know the main girl in the office is Kelly. <laughs> yes, we all know that Kelly is the main bitch. She like, I'm sorry, I love Kelly. Brings the drama no, to work. Literally. And what, what I love about, um, oh, what's her name again? Miranda, oh, what's her name again? Who's Amanda? No, um, Kelly, her, her oh, real her name. in real life. In real life. Oh, I don't know. It's I know co- it, but I don't know it. Yeah, because I've watched some of her shows and stuff because like, she's a writer. Um, yeah, she did Never Have I Ever, didn't she? Huh? She did Never Have I Ever. Yeah, she wrote Never her? Have I Ever. Yeah. Kelly, oh, her, no. Sorry, no. Mindy, sorry. Her name's Mindy, Mindy Carling. Miranda. <laughs> I said Miranda. I knew it was an M. Her name's um, Mindy Carling. And like, literally, what I just love about... Because she was a writer on The Office as well. And mm. I just like how they wrote Kelly into it as a as a random side character who has main character syndrome. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> and how she just didn't... like. Just how as well has she's very like with her being like dark skinned Asian woman and mm. she's just there going about life like she's top bitch, knowing that there's like kind of like with knowing with prejudices against her race and stuff, mm. but she's still being like, Oh yeah, but look, I'm fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> And like when she wants a certain man, she'll get that man. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she gets them. <laughs> it doesn't she does. matter. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I love gosh. her. I love her as well. I love her as well. But um, yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, we know we know who the main characters and who the winner of The Office really is. It's Mm. you know Michael J Scott of course you know he won he got <laughs> oh he got his woman and his his family in the end you know and it was mm. even that was lovely to see even though he's so fucking weird <laughs> just everything about him <laughs> oh, okay I think I'm they gonna rewatch the Office end, again huh? except except Creed they all won they all won oh why didn't Creed win in didn't he end. go on didn't he go on the run yeah he the police were after it yeah but I think he was fine <laughs> with that though <laughs> I think he was okay. <laughs> Didn't we find out that he was living in the office? Like he was living there for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is around the time when like he was just like naked in the like he was like yeah. in his underwear and he looks at the cameras like no. <laughs> <laughs> Like why are you? Oh yeah, oh. I need to rewatch it. It's just so funny. Yeah. I love it. But anyway, <laughs> that's our takes. Main villains and the mm. heroes of The Office and Friends. Like, <laughs> we hope that mm. you enjoyed. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. But I like, I think that's what I like about kind of really good um, writing. When, um, you know, when it kind of comes out, like, okay, you have kind of the main characters, but then you have the underlying mm. characters. And when the other characters are so well developed that mm. they can have their own kind of side stories where it's like actually I ship them more than the main characters like I just like I just sex education like yes yeah. it is but sex education the writing's a bit all over the place with that one like they have good storylines yeah. and then they then they flop with you know throwing mm. poo out the window yeah yeah like his storyline poor guy literally <laughs> like just there are some shows that really try to do it with the whole um each episode is about a different person Mm -hmm. and that sometimes it really works like euphoria does it yeah i feel like that really works but then other shows like i've watched this show called clickbait on netflix and i watched all of it because i wanted to find out who the killer was in the end and it was quite easy to watch but like they they did an episode like the son the mother the brother the like all of this stuff and i thought you lot aren't interested enough yeah to do it like because i did watch a whole episode i started watching yeah. it i didn't i couldn't be bothered to finish it because <laughs> like, i was just like i can't be bothered to carry the on finish, the ending was awful it's like yeah, there's a I twist heard. but it's not a fun twist it's like yeah mm, i heard right, that the ending that was bitch. awful like <laughs> yeah i heard that it, it was like what the fuck is this but <laughs> yeah yeah very like, like b-tech <laughs> and i can't stand shows like that when it's like they're building up a twist the whole time and the twist is just like whatever. Yes. Kind of like what was that show that we recently just watched that everyone just recently watched? Yeah, <sighs> stay. Was it called Stay Close or something stay like close. that? What was it called? Yeah, Stay Close. Yeah. That show, mm-hmm. like. So they I ha- liked that though, but I predicted it. I was like, yes, I actually got a prediction right for once, <laughs> like the ending. I, but I only predicted it like the episode before. I was like, there's something suspicious about you yeah. know who. Like I predicted the first twist and then they had the extra twist on top and then but then the thing was is that like what I didn't like about it was Mm. that is that I could pick apart the story after the after the final twist because I'm just like in real life why would anyone do xyz in this you know do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I don't like it Mm. when I can pick holes in stories that was the same with that stupid one where they switched bodies at the end what was that called (laughs) That, that dumb one and they're doing oh, all yeah. astro, astro projection 
Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck was that? That was weird. Yeah, that one, that pissed me off because it was like, I guessed it just before it was happening. Mm. And then it was like, like, I think the actress was good. But yeah, yeah. I feel like I could pick apart the story and just being like, I'm sorry, there's no way that this yeah. white man can survive in a black woman's body. Like, polar opposites and he hasn't been around black women before there is no way like i'm sorry she'll be looking ashy her hair will be looking whatever do you know what i mean it just would not work not without kind of studying them properly and like i know that yeah like he became friends through the other woman but at the same time it's not enough like i'm sorry like i don't feel like my white friends have ever known what it is to go through a natural hair routine to the fullest i'm sorry so yeah, like the yeah, intel isn't isn't it. gonna be enough to live as a black woman natural I, hair routine literally <laughs> <laughs> and that's just on a basic level like mm. you know and like they weren't that close enough to for her for her to be finding out you know like okay after you come out of the shower you have to moisturize like they weren't that that yeah. close you know so mm. There's just too many holes I could pick into it, yeah. Mm. Have you seen um, the drama? I think it's BBC drama. It's called The Girl Before. It came out recently. No. Is it good? It's like a lot of the cast are like black, mixed race. Okay. And it, it's it's good, but like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't predict who the killer was until like the end, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a bit corny that the main character, this guy, he's like an architect and he's built this massive house Mm. that is in the middle of London somewhere. And it's just, it doesn't fit in with any of the houses down the road. It's like super security protected. And he will only, people have to interview to actually live in it because he's like, I don't want anyone that's messy. There can't be anything left out. You can't have things on the floor. Uh You can't um, have children here. You can't have pets, blah, 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 blah. So he only allows certain people in there. And the people that he allows in, each time are mixed race women who look very similar, curly hair. And it's because he likes them and he tries to like chat them up and stuff. Yeah. And throughout the whole thing, it seems like he's the killer. And I won't let any, like, I won't say what happens at the end, but like, it's, it's kind of corny like that. Just okay. quenches me out a little bit. It's like, yeah. he's a bit of a mixed predator, but at the same time, um, the ending is quite interesting. It's quite good. But um, I'm liking these crime dramas recently. Yeah. And I'll, oh, what did I watch recently? Like this episode is going far and too long. But anyway. I know, we're just chatting about yeah. everything. <laughs> um, I watched Kiri. It was called Kiri, I think. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That I watched that. A while ago. Yeah. And it, it was it was good. But the way it ended, it just ended. And I didn't like it because this whole whole series was about um, a black girl and a little black girl in foster care ending up dead. Mm. And like we find out who actually killed her or caused her Mm. to die. And there's just no justice. Mm. I just hated it. Like I just hated that it ended mm. like that. Like there was no justice. Like the wrong person's in prison, and um, and it just just made me angry. I felt like I'm watching yeah. this for what reason? I watched all of this for what? For what it's reason? Like you're watching a real like documentary. Like, yeah. It, 
sometimes it doesn't have to reflect the full truth. It's like, can you just lock like, the person can we up? Ha- like, yeah, can we have like a happy ending? Can we have like, yeah. you know, you could have just added two more episodes where you could have kind of worked it out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, just, oh, yeah. I don't like the ones where it's not... Um, where everything doesn't come together in the end and it's, there's not and there's never a happy ending when someone's died but when when everything doesn't fit together and someone's still on the streets like the murderer's still on the streets yeah. so well I didn't really want that to happen exactly <laughs> and it's like like their life was no their life was still cushy I was going to say their life had gone to shit which it had kind of had mm. but it their life was still cushy and it's like and as well, the mother also didn't know who actually mm. did it. And she probably suspects, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just didn't, I just didn't like that. And then the wrong person yeah. is in jail, like, and they're black, of course. And it's like, <laughs> thank you for just showing me a reflection on real life. I, I didn't want to see that. Mm. <laughs> like, this is meant to be escapism. And legit. Like, now ruin my mood. Like, I mean, <laughs> show me some reflections, but can we have a happy ending so we can have some faith in the British, you know, yeah. policing system, something, but no. <laughs> no. Anyway, I think that's it for Injected Podcast this week. What are we injecting? We still need mm-hmm. to inject shit. Like, <laughs> Yeah, mine will only be quick. Um... Actually, no, it won't. You go. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm injecting. Actually, okay, I'm just going to inject just kind of from what we've been ranting about. Like, I am injecting. Okay, from watching Encanto, I just want to inject mm. for everyone this whole idea of kind of like self acceptance. Like, can oh we God, all. Mine was going to be about this. Oh, sorry. Right, you, you do yours. Like, yeah. I just. Somehow ours always kind of end up linking up anyway. But, yeah, um, but mine wasn't actually even to do with like Encanto because I haven't seen yeah. it. Mine's to do with like my skin page. I was yeah. going to say something about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, drawing from Encanto vibes and Steven Universe because that's my favourite. But I mm. just like, I want to inject everyone kind of working on themselves and get into a place of self-acceptance. Just kind of accepting yourself as as you are not just kind of when it's to do with kind of looks and stuff like that but like just accepting yourself and accepting your state of being because I Mm -hmm. feel like that is something that's sometimes hard to kind of sit with like sometimes like while you're just kind of focusing on external things and everything that's happening around you in life sometimes it's hard to kind of remember to reflect on yourself inwards and accept how you're feeling kind of how you're feeling for example like your state of mind and your peace of being mm-hmm. so I want to just inject like self-acceptance and trying to sitting with yourself and kind of like mm-hmm. doing deep breathing to feel a bit more centered towards yourself I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes any sense at all but yeah <laughs> yeah I like that that's so nice um mine is um Mine is just kind of like what whatever you dislike about yourself is all in your mind. Like you, you can really change your way of thinking. You can literally transform it if you want to. I know some people they have like um some sort of like chemical like 
imbalances in their brain that might not allow them to. But if you have insecurities about certain things, for instance, like mine, I guess is my skin. Like that's one of the main things that I at one point was very, very insecure about. You can literally just turn it around and think like you can create a whole different mindset, which I just think is crazy because now I just, I go out with literally like no makeup on and stuff and I've got like scars on my cheeks mm-hmm. and that but I I just don't really care anymore mm-hmm. and it's because I've worked on my mind so much to to the point where I look in the mirror and I've got spots but it's just like yeah like that this is just a part of me it's not all of me it's just something that's on my face and um I think it's important as well to like kind of reframe the way that you talk about things that you don't like about yourself because I used to say, oh, I've got bad skin, I've got bad skin. But now it's just like, what is bad skin? Yeah. Like bad skin. Like I only, I think when I associate things with bad, it means that it's causing you some sort of pain. Mm -hmm. And really my skin's not, unless I'm bleeding or like something's happening where I'm having some sort of like reaction, my skin's not bad. It's just like I've got bumps on my skin Mm -hmm. and it's not that deep. So yeah, this mine's just more also about self-acceptance and try and learn to love the things that you don't like about yourself Mm -hmm. because like no one else has got no one else has got like the little things that you've got yeah and if you if you just have I don't know just try and control the way that you think Mm -hmm. about these things because I think your insecurities it's very much about like affirmations Mm. like this whole like from Mm -hmm. what you said just like going from oh I have bad thing bad skin sorry um Mm -hmm. like you're affirming bad skin on yourself and you're telling Mm -hmm. yourself that your skin is bad all the time rather than Mm -hmm. like with affirmations trying to bring more positivity onto your life and even if it's like just talking positivity talking talking about the things that you want in the present tense as this is what you have that's how you're going to bring about bring about what what you are looking towards Mm. and um it's just all about affirmations and affirmations I really do believe like you need to not talk negativity on yourself and on your life because that Mm. is just what's gonna you're always you're always gonna attract that negativity you're always gonna attract Mm -hmm. those things that you're looking at that's making you think that for example you have bad skin and Mm to kind of get out of that mindset and to start attracting positive, positive things and attracting good skin. Like, mm. shall we say, you need to talk mm-hmm. about your skin, like with kindness and affirm that your skin yeah. is fantastic and that you are fantastic. Yeah. Um, And I really do believe in affirmations and talking positivity on your life because I feel like there is this mm-hmm. kind of energy that we're drawing in and I feel like it's just so normal in society to be just talking negative Mm. negative about everything and anything Mm -hmm. and anything to do with yourself like and I feel like it's definitely something that they've put on us like it's ingrained in us Mm. for a reason and it's because that's how you keep people down that's how you keep people from actually getting to the places that they want to be and actually being able Mm. to earn more money and be able to get all of these things so yeah I think we need to be doing more positive affirmations because we'll be able to attract that positivity instead of keep drawing in the negativity um yeah 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 it's true like and even for me when when I can't remember if I said this on the podcast before but when I had coronavirus for the first time Mm -hmm. I felt like 
I, I, in my mind, I was terrified because I've got asthma. I was like, I really don't know how I'm going to react to this because mm-hmm. like people are saying you're at risk if you've got asthma. So it, what's going to happen to me? And um, I literally just, I'm, I kind of, I guess I meditated quite a lot and I just thought, you know what? My body is powerful and my cells are powerful. My mm-hmm. cells are going to be working mm-hmm. towards actually repairing themselves and my body's strong. And I just kept telling myself that in my head. And I got I got side effects. I got like I lost my taste and smell, and I was like coughing bits here and there. Mm-hmm. But like I, I didn't get very ill. And I know people might be listening and be thinking, "Oh, that's so silly!" Like but, there are people that are dying. There are people, that, but it's like yeah. yeah, there might be. And I'm not saying that you know talking to myself exactly. saved me from like. Exactly. But I'm just saying that it helped me along. It helped me not have yeah, like panic attack. It mindset. helped me not stress. And yeah. I feel and as if well. my cells and bodies are stressed, then then it's not going to help. Yeah. Me get rid of this illness because stress ends up, you know, like making things worse. Yeah. And I feel as well, even with kind of that, the way you were meditating and stuff like that, mm. it's like it's weird how people kind of like look down on stuff like meditation and even kind of with affirmations Mm. whereas like um the concept of prayer is is always kind Mm -hmm. of for like when people say oh i just prayed i prayed to god blah 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 and you know and god got me through this at the end of the day like affirmations and spirituality and also meditation is is a type Mm -hmm. of prayer and i feel like Mm. That is something like when you when you pray and you're in the habit of praying all the time, Mm -hmm. you're affirming good things on your life because you're praying for good things Mm. on your life. You know, you're praying for other people. It's another form of affirmation. And Mm. I feel like while it might be in a different way, I feel like this is how in general in general we we're all bringing positivity back to ourselves and whether mm-hmm. in your case it was that you meditated and you told yourself no i'm feeling good and i'm getting through this mm-hmm. and i can do this and i can do that just like how when people would pray being like god get me through this god mm-hmm. please help me in this time when i'm feeling um when i'm not feeling well please help me be well and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you know it's another form of affirmation kind of on yourself yeah um and I feel like in a sense like whether you're religious or not like whether it's going through God or whether it's you just Mm -hmm. bringing drawing in that positive energy I feel like there is that higher being spirit where that is in that in that point that is kind of hearing that affirmation so we can actually bring in that positivity um which yeah, yeah, which I think yeah. is helping us with injecting positive vibes every week with you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. I think it really, it really does actually work because it's like, look what we've even said before. It's like, if you say that you're sexy and think that you're sexy yeah. and attractive you and you're a confident person, you just you become it. The more that you say, yeah. it, and the more, say for instance, I'm around you, you're around me. The more we say it to each other, the more we keep saying it, and the mm-hmm. more you and your friends all say it to each other, you'll all just feel it, and you you won't you won't doubt yourself mm-hmm. and that's kind of like with the acne thing on on the instagram page it's like i'm saying i'm saying like i'm happy in my skin blah 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 blah. other people also saying other people are commenting on my picture saying oh i love this then like it's just like building communities of people that have this like just positive energy around them mm-hmm. it's, it's so important it's, it's very so important. important definitely mm. um 
but yeah, yeah. thank you guys for injecting some positive vibes with us this week um you mm. can find us at inject it underscore pod on instagram and twitter please use the hashtag inject it podcast if any of this has resonated with you if you want to join in any of our conversations mm-hmm. who's your favorite friends character and which characters do you hate what characters do you hate from the office also you know is pam number one what pixar any, movies any? do you love and hate yeah what pixar movies are trash what pixar movies are you know like the best in the world like you know mm-hmm. some of my favorite movies are pixar movies movies i'm not even gonna lie but um <laughs> yeah like yeah just joining the conversation and we really hope that you enjoyed this episode i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram i am diana and you can find me at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore on instagram and your skin page Go as well follow us yeah my skin page is at d-e-a-n-n-a S-K-I-N Go follow me there Yeah Check out Check out My content The, the what was it A thousand impressions What was it A million impressions A, a million <laughs> A yeah, million impressions million. guys Go on Go and impress <laughs> on that Please <laughs> Go on Anti and impressions Give me a million yeah. and one And please rate us Five star on Apple And And Spotify I forgot the word <laughs> Um, but yeah thank you for joining us guys we hope that you have a lovely rest of your week and bye